0: This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 800-259-9231, the Sickle cai toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on our site are for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, the number, 800-259-9231. Coming up, we'll continue uh, what we started last night, and we'll give you a brief recap. But the, the seven uh, seven steps to happiness, or more happiness, or something like that. Something so like seven that. tips to How help. To find happiness. Help make your life better. Uh, we'll get to those, but first we're going to the phones to an international call, I believe from Israel, and uh, his name is, uh, is it Deuce?
1: Yes, it's MC Deuce, my friend.
0: MC Deuce in Israel. Now, uh, I've got you, we've got you on the line tonight because my uh, one of our former co-hosts, Johnson... Apparently became aware of you through another, uh, another radio show and he says that you Correct. are somebody- If uh,
1: I, if I, Keith and the girl, he, he, he's a fan of Keith and the girl and, uh, they're, uh, close personal friends of mine. I, uh, I, uh, recommend their podcast, uh, to all your listeners anyway you can hear. It is, of, it is one. It is one of the more
0: popular ones. Yeah. It's uh, completely different from this show. It's a comedy, uh, sh- a comedy Definitely. show, and theirs theirs is an internet only thing. While well, we're a radio show, so you do understand we are actually on radio transmitters right now. And I think you
1: uh, and I am happy for that. <laughs> that so, Thank you, Ian. Uh, am I speaking with Ian?
0: You've got there are three people here: uh, myself, uh, Toby, Ian, and
1: Toby and Mark. Mark. that's correct. exactly. Yes.
0: So uh, the reason and, we got you on is because I, from what I'm told, you are an advocate of mandatory military service. Am I understanding that, correct?
1: Correct. Yes. Why? I' am a strong advocate of it, Yes, correct.
0: Let's just start with why. Why are you an advocate of that?
1: All right Well, I mean to give you some background. all right. I am also a uh, stand-up comedian, and uh, I, uh, I, I actually moved to Israel from America about seven years ago. And, uh, and, um, I, 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 you know, certain things I picked up from the culture here are certain things that, that, that I feel like, you know, it has given me a different perspective to look at, uh, American society. Now, why did you move uh, there?
0: Was it a family decision or was this just something you did on your no, own? No, no, this was just me. Okay.
1: It was just me. My, my family's there. Uh, I, like, my family's been in America for six generations or more. I was born down south. I was born in uh, in uh, in a small town outside of uh, outside of Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So you moved to Israel, and uh, yes. did you have to serve time in the military as a result of
2: that? Or, or yes, what?
1: I, I, I I served time in the military. I did my service, and I did. Uh, and in fact, um, I'm still in reserves. I was uh, actually in the um, skirmish or. If you like to call it the second uh, Lebanon War,
3: the one that happened last year or so, correct. Okay,
0: so
1: last year and a month.
0: And you believe that uh, this is a so beneficial it's, thing? It's, it's that, a good.
3: So you think that it's good um, for military service, but do you think that that it should be mandatory for all Americans?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think that 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 would benefit America greatly. Okay. I think it would benefit America greatly. I think it's something that 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 uh, Americans need to have. I tell you something else that I think Americans need to have. It's Programs like yourselves that are, um you know, independently, uh, produced and, uh, and, uh, it's, it's a great, uh, thing that, I mean, Keith and the Girl is what it is. It's a, it, it's a very funny podcast. It's very, uh, it's very edgy. And, um, but I think that, you know, most of, but, but in the, on the whole, the message is positive. You know that they put out a positive message. At the yeah, end of the day, I don't know if what it.
0: your I don't know if your message is very positive though, and uh, I think My that your message, message is very very positive. You seem My to be. I very, do. Very you do positive. understand though that what you're advocating is slavery.
1: No, it's not slavery. I'm, it's not, I'm talking huh? about the. I'm talking about what slavery is. What's going on now? Because why? <laughs> who 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 is the the you know? And and they they bash Kerry for saying this, but the truth. I mean, this is the truth of the matter. Is that. Uh, in America, uh, disadvantaged are more likely to join the army than the advantaged. And when true. you have, and when you have the slant of the uh, media put put to it, you have more of a uh, of a uh, of of an old, you know, of this old American uh, values driving it. Meanwhile, their kids are not serving. I mean, I don't see Bush's kids serving in the army. I mean, I think that I think that people are forced to have a different perspective of what war is and why we're at war and uh, what it really means to the people that are dying. When 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 more than you know, right. I mean, look at the percentage of the U.S. Uh, uh, you know U.S. citizens that are in the army. I think I, I believe it's less than two percent, and I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's substantially less. But I mean, that that that's a uh, it's a horrible way to uh, look at things. I mean, because you have so many more Americans who, who are so pro, like, let's just, you know, kill and well, blow up.
3: I would agree them. with you that absolutely. Nobody but soldiers, nobody wants peace as much as a soldier wants peace. I, I'm totally exactly. with you on that, and I, um, I, I get that. But what concerns me is that um, I, I didn't serve in the military, although I did do nine years in prison, and I think that it was a really great experience for me. I wouldn't, however, say that everybody should do three years in prison just because it was a good experience for me. Um,
1: I'm I'm sorry, man. Who am I talking with? This is is Ian, or... This is Mark. Mark. Okay, Mark. Uh, Can can you go into it a little bit? Because, I mean, I'm not as familiar with your program as I would like to be. Sure, sure. I got to tell you one thing, though. I really do think that what you're doing out, out here is great, because why... I mean, like th- this uh, this new medium of podcasts. Oh yeah, yeah, we're with you on it, it, that. I mean, we could
0: talk about new media. That's fine, but we'll, true, we really true, want to true. focus All on right, the if you issue want to here.
1: Talk to me about Israel. Let's talk about Israel. But I- I'd like to get some background on who I'm talking with. So, Mark, sure. please explain me uh, uh, how you, uh, well, you ended I'm up in been prison, prison for nine years.
3: I, um, I, I, well, basically, uh, you know, I got mix, mixed up in the wrong crowd and uh, had loyalties to the wrong guy and lied to the police about his involvement in a crime that I was there for. And, um, mm. you know, uh, the police didn't like that crap much. So when it came what, time. What, to,
1: what kind of crime are we it was talking murder. about? It was murder. Mm.
3: So. You know, it was it was a yeah, bad place to be.
0: So your point, though, Mark, is that uh, you thought that you benefited from the time, your time in in jail, but you would never consider advocating that everybody spend two years in prison uh, because just because it benefited you. Uh, so it's I guess your point is, Mark, that uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. Your, your point here is that uh, it's just because it's beneficial to you doesn't necessarily translate to it would be the best thing for everybody else. That's right. Correct. And so the same thing. Can you see how that might apply to military service, to where it may not be in everybody's best interest to spend x amount of now, years of their life? And something. Working I think for the that government.
1: When most people have this uh, vision of military service. They're, they imagine, uh, you know, saving Private Ryan, that they're out on the front lines, that they're storming the beach in Normandy. That's not the case. I mean, that's not the issue, plenty, though. That, but, there's, there's plenty of things and to do. Deuce, and I'm saying MC that if, Deuce, that's if not if the issue. Had, if we had can 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 I just uh, share sure. my point Go ahead. It, that 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 it 's not necessarily just military service it's it's this thing of of you have put in like everybody else around you, everybody, no matter what color, no matter what race, no matter whatever, they are giving they're donating they are, they are giving up three years, two years of their time. To serve the country yeah now, it's not a donation now, it doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that they have to be uh, fighters and, and and you know storming the beach in Normandy. It means that they have to be sitting at a computer at a desk all day doing nothing right, but what if
4: i don't want to do that what if, what are you going to do to me who so says no i don't want to do this are you going to throw me in jail if i don't want to no, no. sign up for well, it.
1: you know what you know what that, this is what i'm saying i'm saying right now, Americans would be better off with that situation w- why and i'll tell you why because. Because the, the the thing is that uh, you don't appreciate what what you have, the freedoms that you do have, the freedoms to say, hey, I don't feel like doing this. I don't think you, you can really what?
4: say whether or not it, we it appreciate it, that, Deuce. I don't I think, think that you have that ability a to say that.
1: Service thing.
4: Well, you what mean, kind of freedoms reason? do you have if you're forced to sign up for the army for three years? That's not really freedom, is it? If you don't have the freedom to say no.
1: No, but you know what you do appreciate. You appreciate what what. What you contributed, you you know that you contributed to to society. But let's no, say, it's not a contribution. Say,
0: you, I think you, you're getting your terms wrong. It's not a contribution, nor is it a donation if you're forced into doing something, and you do understand no, no, that there on, is force right. involved, it's not right, a donation. Deuce?
1: It is not a donation, but it is definitely a contribution. You contribute to something. No, when you, you no, like Deuce, when not, you contribute you to you something, you contributing to Deuce? something. You are part of. Hey, Deuce, slow down me.
0: for a second here. I want to keep you yes. on board. Okay, we're going to bring you back, but I need you to, to listen while we make a point, and then you can respond to it, yes, and we'll continue yes, this yes, conversation. Sir. So, I'm put you on hold. Uh, we'll come back with more with Deuce, and if you've got a question for him, 800-259-9231, That's the SACL CAI toll free line. More about how national service, as it's now being called today, you to be called the draft isn't anything close to a contribution. We'll explain. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll free at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The wiki's there, over 1,400 pages, created by listeners just like you. Head over to wiki wiki.freetalklive.com to get interactive. It's free, like everything else is on our site, wiki.freetalklive.com and your mattress was likely manufactured using all kinds of disturbing chemicals. Does this bother you? Well, it bothers some scientists, especially in the case of young children. Savvy Rest mattresses are made of 100% natural latex rubber, organic wool and organic cotton. Try their crib mattresses too, SavvyRest.com. For the sleep you've been dreaming of, that's SavvyRest.com as we go back to MC Deuce. uh, He's an American now living in Israel. He Uh, Moved over there, what, seven years ago, and uh, then apparently had to join their military because they have mandatory um, service
3: over there. He seems pretty happy about it.
0: He seems very happy about it. In fact, it was such a positive experience in his life, he wants to force everyone to uh, go through the same experience. So So It's a
3: recommendation.
0: (laughs) Well... I just don't know if uh, if Deuce if you've uh, actually figured out yet that you are talking about forcing people to do things that they may or may not want to do, and you you know you label it all kinds of nice sounding words like a contribution or a donation. Um, and contribution is a word that connotates a voluntary choice. Uh, in that, if I'm walking out of the uh, the Target store during the holiday season and there's a little guy ringing a bell for the Salvation Army and I toss a few cents or you know a quarter or whatever into his into his little tin, then and That's a contribution. I've, I've decided on my own volition to give of myself, in this case, my, my hard-earned money to this organization. I have contributed to them. But if that guy were to put a gun in my face and demand money from me, then I don't think you could label that a contribution, could you?
1: Uh, you, you, you you're right. You're right. I, I'm, I'm not, listen, this is not what I'm, uh, I'm leaving. I'm saying, what, what, what is the word contribute? contribute is to is is to give of something okay now what i'm trying to say is that you know i mean i know how you painted it over here in the intro that i'm some sort of nut that thinks that everybody's got to go into the military i'm not saying that i'm not saying that even if it's if it's military it's it's some sort of service to the country why
0: okay right let me stop you there today
1: kids today hold on let me let me hear me out I'm saying that that, that, that this is that this is something that instills in people pride. Why pride? Because you're actually contributing. It would to instill something. in me you're anger, deuce. To your society. I would be angry, not prideful. I'm sorry.
0: I would be angry about that, not prideful. And by the way, yeah. it's not you know service to Everybody, the country. This the whole,
1: it's this, this is what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry, and and uh, I I I believe I could use the term uh, the B word in that respect because uh-huh. it's meaning crying and moaning. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I know uh, what you mean.
1: So I don't know if I'm allowed to, but I you, know that there's You are uh, allowed to. Okay, that's fine. Standards have been, so, okay. So, I mean, everybody is going to obviously, you know, bitch and moan about it. But everybody goes through it. And now think about that. Think about the equalizing factor that has on people and their mindset. And think about that what that has when, when we're going to send off freaking, you know, all these soldiers to go and you know they're 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 running out of room to bury them in America, okay? These are heroes. These are heroes, and 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 their fight is going unrealized by ninety eight percent or more
0: well, of the nation. Well, the idea the, why it, because
1: it doesn't affect them. Don't I, you don't you understand what I'm trying to say? I understand say, where you're coming so from.
0: Uh, Deuce, and and I, we would like to bring the troops home. We'd like to end the whole conflict in Iraq and bring the troops home from around the world. So that's a whole other issue. And if what you're talking Anybody about is would. national service, and you mean working for the government in a variety of different areas, let's say the Peace Corps, going and you know bringing food to people and whatever. Think,
1: think about how much more we could get accomplished with less tax dollars. Why? Because this is something that every uh, well, you've child been you, you seem to be to go through just like high school, just like whatever. Yeah, and he's, high school sucks too. too.
0: Like you see, one of the things that we point out here on Free Talk Live all the time is that government is just awful at doing anything that it that it uh, that it sets out to do. It's just not very efficient. Uh, it doesn't have the same marketplace incentives that uh, business people do or charities do. Uh, people operating on a voluntary basis. And what you're talking about, Deuce, is you're talking about mandating that all young people in America. I mean, that's what the that's what the typical concept is. That you know, when you reach 18 for two years, you have to go off and do what the government tells you to do for two years, whether it be joining the military or whether it be packing boxes, or whether it be, you know, whatever the the government job is, it's not necessarily military service, as you have pointed out, it's serving in the government in some capacity, and you have to do it, or else, it's mandatory, and and that's the issue here, if people want to go and they want to volunteer their time to do something, then that's actually a contribution, then it's actually worth something, but if you have to force people into a situation like this, I think that that there's something inherently wrong with that, I mean, if indeed... can I
1: explain you something else? Sure. Can I explain you something else? Let's look at it this way. You want to talk about something that there's inherently wrong? There's, you know, maybe you know what? You're right. Maybe there is something inherently wrong with that. But let's look at alternatives, okay? What do we have now? What's the status quo, okay? You have the status quo. You have, you have, a, I mean, a, a society, okay? 400 years plus. Together, and I'm talking about African Americans and, and, uh, you know, European Americans who, who were living on the same continent. And until, uh, you know, 50 years ago, um, you know, the rights weren't even the same. So even though, like, two, uh, 200, years ago, they got released from slavery, it didn't, it didn't matter in terms of, in terms of their, uh, in terms of their social status. So now, what's that have to do? Well, if you make everybody a slave, where it it'll matter. be normal guy. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on a second. Let me just finish my point. If we have if we have a situation where everybody is forced to serve together, okay? We are all common. We all have the same, uh, you know. We all have the same complaint. And it's a, it's a very you know what? It's scary to hear. You know why? Because we've been taught that everything uh, communist or everything socialist is a horrible idea. It is. But you know what's a horrible idea? The complete capitalism, complete free markets are going to cause some people to exploit to the point that the masses are going to suffer. And we're already seeing that now. We're seeing that with... Are you alleging that we are in a free market today, sir? Increased rates of cancer.
0: Deuce, are you alleging that we are in anything resembling a free market today?
1: I'm saying that we we we, we are uh, we are you know we're trying to be a free market. No, that's, sorry,
0: that's we're not. Um, no, you, you you must have learned all your you know terms from your government high school class or uh, government college yeah. class on uh, economics. Uh, sure, hold on, Bec- hold on, because uh, because on we don't have let a free market just, today. Just, the fact is, the Mark, marketplace isn't uh, free. Is Mark. Mark? It, you're talking Ian. to Ian right now. If I have to go Ian, out Ian. and I have to beg Ian, the government friend. for permission Ian. to allow Ian. me to do business, on, you don't have a free market, Deuce. There's no free market in America. No, what we I have is a socialist country. Free
1: market. Hold on, Ian. Ian, I'm not arguing about this. And and, and I, I resent the fact that, first of all, that you're jumping on me and attacking <laughs> me for, for, for no reason. This is not something that I tried to represent, A, that we have some sort of free market. I'm not alleging that we have uh, any perfect free market society. I'm saying that, and, and, and second of all, um, I know it might not sound like this. I don't know what kind of background you have on me, but I, I do have a master's degree, and I, I you know, and uh, you know, I've been a uh, certified public accountant. I'm a, uh, you know, I, I've I, I have credentials in economics, and it's not like I'm saying uh, I'm not saying this out of, you know, out of nowhere. It's not like I, I'm, I'm trying to say i i'm i'm saying that the idea of free market uh capitalism has been what what has been going on what's what's yeah that's what's not dangerous the case. what's dangerous is the sale the sale of uh, of uh material items instead of good old fashioned and i i don't want, like i don't say family values like republican uh like Republican conservatives say it, I'm talking about family values, meaning More humanism. on the way. I'll bring you meaning, back for meaning. more,
0: Deuce. an amazing conversation here. We'll see if we can flesh it out a little bit more. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. The number is 800-259-9231. Cycle CAI told Free Freeline, it's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are for free. We've got updates. Get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something fresh to announce about the show. Go to updates.freetalklive.com
3: to get on the list. That's updates.freetalklive.com. You got questions about the liquidity crisis? The China option? And the Fed Chairman's unenviable choice between hyperinflation or deflationary implosion followed by hyperinflation, visit d2z.org. Or contact Troy at D2Z.org. That's D2Z.org. All right,
0: we're on the line with MC Deuce, who is uh, being a pretty good sport here, considering we're kind of jumping down his throat. Who's on, we? Uh, well, I am. And okay, there you go. Know, Toby, maybe I'm a little bit. To. Uh, you
1: are. Some, of my, some people think I make sense, my friend. <laughs> oh, I'm sure
3: a lot of people do. A lot I'm of not people saying I agree. With, scares me. I'm not saying I agree with you, MC Deuce. I'm just saying that uh, I think that there's better ways to convince people. <laughs> a lot of
0: people went through the same process you did. You pointed out you've got a master's degree. You went to school. You learned about economics, but unfortunately, when you're learning about economics at uh, these universities in this country, you aren't necessarily learning about well the correct economic system. Others. Uh, well, I don't really want to get into that, uh, but I w- okay. really want to point I mean, out. I, I want to go back to that
1: if you if you want to talk about a, a brilliant way to view economics and what it really means in society, and not from an academic point of view and from a realistic, humanistic point of view, I recommend the book Free Economics. You know, like that. that. That 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 right there is a is a real treasure of uh, of of pure reason and thought in terms of uh, in terms of how society works. Now we've actually got a, we we've work. actually
0: got some phone calls I think coming in for you. We're going to get to those here in a few moments. You, you don't mind taking a Can call I or two, say right? Just
1: one thing, by the way, because uh, um, you know my co-host, I have a podcast of my own, uh-huh. and I uh, didn't come on the show to promote it or anything.
5: But if you give want, it a plug, if, you if, might if, as well say, say give it a right?
1: plug. All right, Well. It, we we call it uh, Ed Al like Ed Ed dash Al dot com. Okay. Uh, the, that's short for Educated Alcoholics dot com. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> Is and, it a comedy uh, show? I know that now. I'm gonna uh, of course uh you know go down in in terms of uh, value. From 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 saying that uh, I don't uh, think so. All right, so there's a couple things I
0: want to focus on real real quick before we go to the phones. A couple things I want to focus on, and that is that you've sort of suggested that this country is indeed trying to go in a free market direction, and I don't agree. It seems to me that this country is constantly going down the uh, the path of toward fascism and socialism in this country, and uh, it's 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 evident in the fact that the government continues to uh, become more intrusive and more oppressive in our personal lives. and in our business lives as well. So that's that to me is just totally uh, disagreeable. And secondly, the main that, issue we have.
6: Had...
1: Hold on, hold on a second, Ian. Is this is Ian. Yep. Okay, Ian. I agree completely. That this is exactly what scares me is the fact that that, that, that they're they're masking what what happened to be like what, what our ideals were like of this free market economy, which I believe in. I'm, I'm I believe in capitalism too. I am I, I'm not, but I believe that there's in economics the theory is this, okay? That 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 yes, you have uh, you know you know you'll have communism where somebody could easily uh, manipulate the 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 you know the masses, or you have uh, capitalism where it's supposed to be that 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 the greatest succeed, but you know that that, that those with uh uh, their performance could could succeed, but it's not like that in reality. It's not going to work perfect. Like in in, in any well, system. that's because there's a and government that's there's, around. That's why in all graphs, in, in all economic equations, the variable for government and public good is involved. It's not like there, you know if, if you ever studied economics. I don't know how much you studied it, but if you ever look at the graph, the graph always has to include something about about the uh, economic good. I mean, there's something that doesn't come you know in, in, in a free there's no per, there's no such thing as a perfect free market we cannot That's because ever there's a have, government
0: around as long as there's a government you're right we can't have a free market and it's my goal to get rid of the government entirely so we can actually have that free market now the other yeah, thing we we're then, talking about
7: you, is you need
1: a government come on now Well I disagree there's, there's and that's a whole crazy. other conversation totally in mm. how how do you expect to live how do you expect to, to raise a family in, in an environment where we have no laws and no society? No, well, you're wrong about that. Crap just, crap about because, just because, just because there's no
0: government. Uh, deuce doesn't mean that there's necessarily not laws. I have private property, and I can set whatever rules I want on my property. You can call those laws if you want to. Uh, for instance, I might ask you to take your to shoes off when to come stop you
1: come in. What's to stop you from saying one day, or my next-door neighbor from saying one day, hey, my new law says that I own your property. So I'm coming, guess what, I'm coming on your, your lawn, and I got my show for shotgun, and we're going to get busy.
0: Well, I, I guess your I gun mean, would stop it, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, well... Yeah. Do you want to live in that kind of society? Dude, come on. What's wrong with you? Well, I'm, you really, hold on a, a second. Are you really where, telling
0: me? Where, wait a where, minute, Deuce. Are you telling me the reason why my neighbors aren't coming in here kicking in the door right now trying to kill me is because there are police somewhere in this town? Is that why that people get along? Is it because of government that people can interact with one like another?
2: Police.
1: I don't like police either, dude. I'm trying to tell you something. Let me let, 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 let me get this through to you. You're a conflicted man, Deuce. You're a conflicted man no, I 'm not conflicted. everybody, is, everybody in, their, in life right now is conflicted. The, the The solution to me seems so obvious and so clear. Force everyone okay? into military and, service and yet, and yet and yet even I will get weak from it. This is, this is the real deal. This is the, the, message. All right, the message Give it to me. Deuce. the golden rule. The message is the golden rule, and we don't have respect for people anymore. I like you the golden to rule. To a society, treat others you're as you would
4: to like to be treated. The, and now The problem is if you like to be treated in a bad way, it doesn't mean you should treat others in a bad way. And that's too. true. Now, let's go back to the main issue at hand. Know, we're going to go to the phones.
0: Deuce, we're going to go to the phones here in a moment. But uh, what I want to touch on here is the the whole idea that uh, this national service thing should be going on in a in a free country. Now, if you want to go and you know live in some uh, despotic nation, well, okay, that's that's fine. But in
3: a free country, you're supposed to be able to choose your own life for yourself. Well, that, that suggests it, you're. It, it sounds like you're suggesting that Israel's a despotic nation. It absolutely is not. That's not what I was suggesting. No, by at the all.
8: way, that,
1: it didn't even sound like that. But I'll okay. tell you what it did sound like. I'll tell you what it did sound like. Think about it like this. Then should those same people in that country who decided, hey, I don't want to go to the Army, be able to vote that some people do go to the Army? No, of course not. Some people will die? No. Their, their fellow man, their their brothers and sisters, I mean, their, their fellow nation members, why? I don't have to do the Army, but you know what? I'm going to vote for Bush because I want to freaking... You know, kill everything in the Middle East. I don't care.
0: Well, democracy is a whole other issue, and that's a problem on its own. But, um, but anyway, you know, if if indeed you want to impose a national service system on America, what will the punishment be for someone who decides they don't want to participate?
1: Same thing as the punishments here, longer time. You got you, you you sit you sit in a bull. Uh, I'm sorry, bull crap, uh, a bull duty uh, jail. You know what I mean? So where, okay, where so jail time. Do, What's what's the appropriate no, amount of time? But it's not like a jail. We're not talking about jail like uh, Oz here. We're talking about jail where basically your duties are to clean the kitchen, set I don't things off, make things right. I just want to. Like, I want to do my radio show.
0: I want to go and be on the radio. How about that? How, can I go and do that in the jail? Maybe I don't yeah. know.
1: I don't know. I See, at.
0: I don't want to be the government serf, man. I want to be able to make my own decisions for my own life. True, what's wrong with but, that?
1: But true, but but. As a as a citizen of the world and as a citizen of the world and as a member of society, we should constantly be asking ourselves, what are we doing to make you know, society better
0: That's a reasonable I mean, I question think that's
1: the point of your show, too I mean, I, I don't want to disrespect you I think you have the same ideas as me I just think that your your perspective Or the way that you're looking at it Has been kind of grilled into you I'm and all takes, for
0: improving takes, society, Deuce All for impor- making things, making life better But you don't do that by forcing someone Into a, a uh, an, an involuntary system Like National Service Let's go to the phones and talk to uh, Matt in Philly Matt, you're on with MC Deuce in Israel
6: Hey, Ian. What's going on?
0: You're on with Deuce. What's on your mind, Matt? Go ahead.
6: Oh, man. I don't even know where to begin. Um, <laughs> and he, he's advocating national service?
0: He can talk for... to you. He's right here. He's on the line with you. Okay.
6: With you. Uh, MC Deuce, is that right? All and, right. All right. You are should are You, need to get personal, you should man. get your question I out, should, Matt. I You've I got, got a short I amount okay, of time. Get question your question out. How... How are we supposed to respect this man's opinion when he comes from a country that doesn't let... He's, an, Am- he's an American.
0: Religion. He moved to Israel. He's okay, an American.
6: Fine. He's an expatriate American who lives in Israel, and he moved to a country that supports a policy that doesn't let a Gentile marry a Jew, or a, you know, a Buddhist marry a Jew. A well, I don't know what religion. their policies
0: are over in Israel. I don't really want to talk that's about Israel. We're talking about and American. And I'll let you, uh, if, you can, if you can... I, hold I, I on. Put them thing. both on hold. If Matt can come with a question produce. we'll bring him back. If you've got a question for MC Deuce, advocate of national service, he wants to make the world better, and I'm all for that. Yep. It's just forcing people to do it. Eh, that's my issue. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. And you can join us on our website. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. The features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, then go shopping at Amazon.freetalklive.com. When you start shopping through that link, Free Talk Live gets a cut percentage of your sale Uh, in 41 categories you can shop in. I mean, pretty much anything that you need to buy. They sell it at Amazon.freetalklive.com As we go back to uh, El Deuce Or not El Deuce, M.C. Deuce <laughs> El Duque is yeah. what you were thinking of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> M.C. Deuce is on the line with us He's an American who moved to Israel He uh, was then, um, I guess it was mandatory That he spent two years in their military over there and uh, he liked it. He enjoyed the uh, the occasion, and he thinks it's something that everybody should do by force of law. Now, that's where we uh, part roads here, uh, M.C. Deuce, is that I think that if you want to make the world a better place, you should do it on a voluntary basis, not trying to force people into some sort of uh, world betterment program. M.C. Deuce?
1: I, I see where we part ways. I don't really necessarily think that we have a part in ways I think that um, it's just the perspective that you have on, on how, how uh, things should work is uh, a little bit um, limited in scope and why. I mean, I know this growing up. I grew up in the South. I, uh, you know, I, I didn't come from a very, uh, uh, you know, I came from a family that has a lot of U.S. Um, I have a lot of family in the U.S. military and mm-hmm. i i i have you know like the most respect for him and that's the exact thing i i understand what it's like to put yourself to be forced to put yourself at risk okay and it's not like i am a uh, uh rambo or something that was able to go in and, and 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 you know and and do something i didn't have that much training or that much experience in this kind of operation that that we did last year and uh you know, and that's just how it was. Why? Because people were shooting at your place. Now, what happens is America has decided seven years ago, and uh, you know, and everybody was a, uh, agreed, you know, that we're at war with terrorists. America didn't decide that. Terrorists. Uh, and, 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 and 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 what we're doing though now is it really stopping terrorists? Or what, what's really going on? Nobody, nobody has any. What I'm saying is that that what national service instills in you is is, is a brotherhood. Is is something that where you're not saying, hey, I believe in the war, but I'm not going to serve. But I definitely believe in this, so I'm voting for Bush. I'm. I'm but I don't my, believe in I'm any of it. People.
0: I don't believe in the uh, I don't believe in the idea of national service. I don't believe in I don't like the government. I don't believe in the war on terror. And by the way, America didn't uh, create a war on terror. American politicians did. Uh, American individuals exactly. are completely separate from that particular group. I don't want to go Agreed. and work for the U.S. Agreed. government doing anything. I don't care if it's packing lunches or or you know dropping bombs. I have no interest in doing anything for the United States government. And it doesn't mean that I'm not interested in helping people. I can help people on a volunteer. Basis with charities in my local area. Right. Hey, I can, exactly.
7: Hey, this is
1: what I'm trying to talk about. Okay, you could say, you know what? Like I would say to you, all due respect. Thank you for serving. You would meet with somebody. The, they they would evaluate you. They say, you know what? You should work with at-risk children. Okay, or something like that. I don't need way, someone
0: to tell me what I'm what I what I want to do. I can figure that out for myself. I'm just
1: saying though, I'm just saying, though that you. You give of yourself, you know why Because everyone has been giving you know what I'm saying Everybody gives two years to say, "Hey, we are Americans, okay, this is our country this This is who we are i don't care if you're black or white I don't care what social because uh, when you serve with somebody it doesn't matter what social economic background they come from okay you're serving with them. you understand somebody at the root level. And it's and and at that point, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful way. I, I'm sure it, it is.
3: It's, I, well, it it is sort of. But if you bonded bring, with your prisoners oh, in prison. we, I, I did. I did bond with lots of ex. Well, lots of, of convicts. it's um,
1: institutionalization, and it. That and, is and, what and, it but is. You're is right. Why America? But institutionalizing. Let's remember, Deuce, I mean, We did have the draft bro. back
3: in the '70s, and uh, what they did at that time essentially was put every black man on the front line, and he would catch bullets, um, so the white boys could stay back at the base. In a lot of cases, I'm not saying that happened, you know, for every white guy, but you know, institutional racism existed and that, at that and that's time. That's
1: what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. Imagine, imagine serving alongside somebody of a different background, different thing. We, we would, all of that stuff would melt away. Why? Because at the end of the day, I really believe that Americans love America, uh, love, love the freedoms that we represent.
9: Right, but However, you're taking that, away that, those that the freedoms. Administration,
1: the current administration has, has uh, um, what's the
6: word?
4: Um, I don't know, I don't urinated see, on the freedoms? This yeah, is what I'm, I'm confused about.
6: Yeah,
2: something like that. So it clinch. seems
4: to me that if you have more p- troops fighting and more troops available, it's only going to prolong the, these wars that we're going after. I know the thought is that there will be more people there, all different classes on the front lines, but right now the problems we're facing is not enough troops. If we put more no, out there, there's friend. a possibility no. you know that why? we'll have you know even why? worse conflicts. I feel
1: like even, you know, people in, and i am got to tell you this. For, for you and and Mark, man, you 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 lost your right to vote. I, I mean, I imagine if you spent nine years. Actually, in um, it, it, only in the, some states. Okay. In New Hampshire, well, I, can vote. I hope you're in a state that you can vote. And uh, I'll tell you what, I don't know what happened. I, vote I voted to, today to here after the show, sometime <laughs> with you, because uh, uh, that sounds very interesting. It's an interesting story. Definitely, <laughs> but but what I'm trying to say is that 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 uh, you know we have such a low voter turnout in the country. Why? I mean, like. Like, uh, I like, can tell uh, you why. Bush, Bush taking, Bush taking, uh, um, Bush taking office should have been a wake-up call. I mean, it's, it, well, it, it, it might was. have been a
0: wake-up call, but most voters, and, and voters turned out in uh, hordes. I don't You weren't here in 2006, but I'm sure you got the news. Uh, the voters turned out in hordes and kicked a bunch of Republicans out of office and put Democrats in because they thought the Democrats were going to make a change. But, of course, they're just a bunch of politicians, too, so they didn't really change anything. And that's
10: why Same you, thing, that's yeah, why you yeah. have people
0: not voting in this country, because there's nothing really worth voting for. You either Same get big thing government thing here, politician too, with, you A you know or big government you know politician so B. That's, that's
1: the horrible thing. The horrible thing is that they want to make it... They want to keep you believing that there's nothing worth voting for and that, you know what, go watch uh, Flavor of Love or Rock of Love or whatever the fuck. Well, know, we, we can't really keep well, you on wait, the air like I, that, I, MC so Deuce. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to say that. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, uh, well, we're gonna ha- we, uh, we do have to whatever. let you go anyway. So uh, why don't you wrap up your thoughts, and then we'll, uh, we're going to have to move wait, on. Wait, hold
1: up. Uh, I, I'd, like, uh, I'd like to give the uh, – uh, by the way, uh, I have another person over here who I do this show with my co host uh, we call him King Lou, King Louie, uh, King Louie Cash. Um, I'm a, I, I think he's he's much more eloquent and well, he's a lot more Well, we are out uh, of
0: time, my friend. But good luck with your show, and thanks for coming on. I know you spent your own money to call here tonight, so I, I really appreciate l- you taking the dash time. l is that right?
1: Ed-L. Ed-L. ed
0: A L Ed-L.com if you want to get more of MC Deuce, and maybe you can call his show. Do you take call-ins?
1: Uh, we're working on it, man. We're still trying to raise some funds to get some equipment when we don't have decent equipment, man. Um, I'm, I, 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 I'm a, a, I do stand up. I, you know, I do, uh, all kinds of stuff. I'm a self-employed Can
0: people send you emails on your show.
2: Yeah, definitely, man.
1: Maybe some of our listeners
0: will send you an email or two. And thanks for the time tonight, dude. We appreciate it. MC Deuce, a little bit confused. Interesting nonetheless, though, because there are a lot of people that think like MC Deuce out there in America. There are a lot of people that, you know, they they sort of... They have this uh, feeling inside them, and they, they want things to be better, and they, you know, they want people to help other people, and sure. they really want to make a difference in the world. It's just that they look to the government to solve these problems, and, and he it really does po-
3: He had a really positive experience um, you know, going into the military there in Israel, and I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the one person's positive experience is not another person's positive experience. I think that a lo- I think that there are some great things that one can get out of military service. I don't recommend it. Now, remember, he's not just talking about military service. He's talking about serving for the government. So
0: you could be going and doing all sorts of different governmental tasks. Everyone a bureaucrat, basically. Right. Everybody becomes a bureaucrat for two years, except you're an unpaid bureaucrat because you're volunteering. But you're not really volunteering because it's mandatory. It's national service. So you're an unpaid bureaucrat, which is like. The worst of the worst. Uh, and, you know, it's just you don't get the, the society doesn't get better because everybody be, is forced to become a slave. And that's what national service does. If you can't if you turn 18 and the thing you have to do with your life at that point is go and work for the government for two years for no pay. You are a slave, yeah, and, and that's un american
4: and If I know my whole life that i'm going just living my life up until I'm going to not be going out and starting my own thing after I'm getting out of high school instead of I'm going into the army and being in national service, I'm not going to like be working to better myself. For that. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be working into some kind of a trade school or whether if I want to be a doctor or a lawyer going to college or something because I'm joining the Army when I get out of high school. So Right. And I don't care if they give you free room and board. You know,
0: it's, a, oh, well, it's okay. It's all right. Since you're not getting paid, we're going to put you up and we'll give you free meals and everything. Well, they're I don't care. You. huh? They'll pay you in the military. No, no, no. National service? I don't they would under- pay you.
3: They're paying people for oh, that? Oh, sure. They'd, give you, they have, they'd have to give you some money. Well, they'd, whatever. They but gave they don't, the slaves food, too. But the kind, of, right, the, the kind of money that you get as a private in the military stinks, and the kind of money that you'll get um, as a you know, forced bureaucrat will stink. More on the way. Hour two's coming
0: up. This is Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour number two of the program, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are for free, so enjoy those on us. That again, freetalklive.com, as we go right into the phone calls and talk to, I believe, uh, Matt in Philadelphia is back with us. Uh, Matt, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello.
6: Hey, and sorry about that before. That's okay.
0: Uh, uh, L Deuce is gone. I, I, I mean, MC Deuce is gone. And uh,
6: no, I, but... post, I posted my response to him in, in your BBS board, which I just joined today. Oh, excellent. So, um, yeah. So uh, I got it from there. I wanted to ask, actually, before he was on, about Julia. Did she win the election or the primary today?
3: Well, there wasn't really a situation of winning or losing the primary. Um, there are two candidates uh, running for Ward 4 here for city councilor in yeah. Keene, New Hampshire. Right. The only thing that could have been affected today is the order the names appear
0: on the ballot. So if she oh. had won today, she would have appeared first on the ballot and because uh, right now she's appearing second on the ballot. We're talking about my girlfriend Julia, who's running for city council here in and Keene, co- New Hampshire. And co-host. Uh, right, and co-host of the show. And uh, it actually turns out she got over 160 votes while her opponent received over over three hundred votes in today's primary, which is so.
3: it's really good because it um the it, it shows how many votes she can get with really doing nothing at this point right and all what she's to,
0: done is filled out a couple questionnaires like what questionnaire. she has to do from this point on yeah so uh, does that answer your
3: question
6: yep that's it and um, keep up the good work guys
0: thanks Matt we appreciate the call eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one to a different Matt this one in Illinois on the amplifier line hello hi
11: hey, gentlemen how are you tonight great
0: what's on your mind
11: um I was just I wanted to say to this gentleman that thinks that um, we ought to have mandatory national service. Back when I started college, I thought about joining the Reserve Officer Training Corps to have them pay my way through college. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason I didn't, believe it or not, because I was young and stupid at the time, and this guy sounded young too, so I don't know how smart or stupid he is, but I was young and stupid, and I didn't join because there wasn't a war going on. So I figured it'd be worthless. Why join the Army if there's no war going?
4: No excitement.
11: And, um, yeah. But uh, anyway, the point is, is I am really glad that I didn't join the Army. I think my life turned out great. If I hadn't joined the Army, I would have never met the woman I met. Or if I had joined the Army, I would have never met the woman I met. I had never had my first kid. And she would have never grown up to have been the adult she was. When you start messing with people's lives like that, you have no idea what you're changing.
0: Sure. I mean, who knows how uh, that would have affected you? You ha- you ended up on a positive track in life, and uh, joining a force, being forced to work for the government, might have made you a negative person. It might have. I know it would have made me upset. I'd have been very upset had I not been able to choose my own path in life and had to have been forced into some government work, make work program for two years of my life. I would come out even more angry at the government than I am today. I like. I'd probably be turned into a mad bomber or something like that.
11: And I could have ended up. Uh, I believe at the time. I could have ended up in Lebanon in that Marine base and been blown up too. Something like that might have happened
3: to me. You never know in the military; it's it's your job to uh, you know stand in the face of danger, and that danger can sometimes kill you.
11: So yeah, so I am really really happy that I was not forced to serve anywhere at any time
0: when you 're forced to do something, it removes all of the value from the equa- i mean from the equation if if it 's something you choose of your own volition, then you can really uh then you can, i feel like you can really benefit from uh from those choices but if you're being forced to at the threat of jail time uh, at the point of a gun then i don 't see how anybody could really consider that valuable i I just find that just completely outrageous matt any final thoughts
11: um yeah I agree and yeah um the guy. He seemed to be waffling around a bit. He, you know, you would say something, he would go, um, um, um maybe that's not really what I meant. He should decide what he wants and make a stand for that. I mean, that's what you've done. You've decided you want freedom. and any time somebody says anything, you stick to your guns. You take that road and stick to your guns.
3: Well, and, most people, they don't have principles. Well, they've Most people have not even been explained the concept of freedom. That's true.
0: They don't get it. Matt, That's thanks right. thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty
3: one. They'll use it in their rhetoric. Uh, sure. Freedom and liberty, and and you know those are p- words that politicians toss in. So therefore, we learn to to use them too. But you know they they don't know what they mean. They don't, they don't apply them in their lives. I right. think that freedom to many people
4: just means a democratic form of government, the ability to vote. Yeah. If you're growing up in any kind of a, a system a society such as we have today, you don't really run across these concepts too often unless you're Flipping through the dials and come across something like Free Talk Live. Sure. You're told you're free. Oh, yeah. You're told from day one. Trust me. You're free. Right. And nobody nobody ever really thinks to question
0: that. And I'm sure there would be plenty of people. You know what the message would be for this
4: national service program is... This is the price you must pay for your freedom. Yeah, that was what the caller said. He said that you pay this price and you get freedom, but it's not freedom anymore. It's right. something else. <laughs> I mean, it's great that you call it that and you say, well, look, we have freedom because of this, but it's not freedom. You're just changing the definition of a word. Yep. It's uh, still slavery. Any other word
0: you put on top of it, whether it be national service or the draft or conscription or whatever word you want to you know, slather on top, it's it's still slavery. If you aren't free to choose your own direction in life. Then you're a slave. Eight hundred two five nine
3: ninety two thirty one. Well, I, th- I think that someone owns your actions and owns the fruits of your labor. You're a slave. Beyond, uh, sometimes you can't make choices because of circumstances, and you know that's that's something different. When the government makes it so that you have to choose a particular path. That's a lack of freedom, or when another person does. But when you know you don't have enough money to be able to choose to drive a Bentley, that's not not freedom, really. No, that wasn't what I was saying.
0: You right. could still choose to move in the direction of saving money to get a Bentley in sure. the future. You wouldn't be restricted from that uh, by some government fiat. 800-259-9231. Let's go to Reverend Steve calling from Colorado. Reverend Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey,
8: greetings, guys.
0: Hey, what's on your um, mind?
8: Oh, uh, well, I wanted to talk about the U.N. I was raised as a Democrat, mm-hmm. and um, when my grandmother talked about FDR, she uh, spoke in hushed tones almost. In fact, I remember once her eyes literally welling up with tears when she spoke about um, FDR. And uh, What a great man he was. That, exactly, yeah. And I was raised to believe that the U.N. was just this benign organization that wants nothing more than to help everybody. hmm um, well, of course, since I've learned that it's uh, – you know, never mind the nefarious uh, conspiracy theories and all this stuff. It's just a super government that there's no constitutional mandate for. Right. We uh, have no business being involved in it, right? I never
3: I voted mean, for Kofi Annan. He shouldn't have that, any power over my life.
8: Precisely. And, even under uh, the
3: democratic paradigm.
8: Right. And so we have a uh, – uh, some friends of mine and I have uh, decided to establish a holiday – And so far, literally 100% of the Democrats that I've mentioned it to think it's a bad idea. So Mm. I think maybe it might be a good idea. (laughs) Um, On October 24th is the anniversary, the 62nd anniversary of the signing of the UN. And we thought it'd be a nifty idea to have a new national holiday, Burn the UN Flag Day.
4: I love it. I've been doing it for a while.
0: Well, now they do it here in December, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it's a little here bit yeah. later. So yeah, but what's the, the
8: date? But I think it's October 24th. Okay, and it's coming right around the corner. I think it's a fine about, idea. Uh, we have about uh, three guys and a potential of about four, four or five more guys, and we think we're. And and on one hand, it's kind of just a silly joke, but on the other hand, serious. And I thought we could videotape or just talk to one guy on the phone before I called you guys. And I thought, yeah, we could videotape it, put it on YouTube. Yeah. Read a short statement. Use an economy of words, you know, not get too involved. Just a brief statement about, you know, the UN and basically what, you know, what the UN is and what it isn't. Let me and, make a uh, suggestion for those you. Flags light.
0: Right, and you know what? Right. If you're gonna, if you're actually gonna put together an event in one place, you should call the media. You know, let them know that mm-hmm. this is going on and uh, invite them out to cover it. They may or they may not. You never know what'll happen. Depends on how busy the news day is and all that. But uh, just a That's quick, great. a quick tip from what we've learned doing them here in New Hampshire is that flags they don't necessarily burn that well. Some of the material that flags are made out of. So it's actually they best... Melt. if melt. Yeah. They right. kind of melt, right? Yeah. So it's best if you find something flammable like, I don't know, a sheet construction paper or something like that
3: a, or sheet or whatever.
0: Right. A, a sheets Those are good are because,
8: because... Like burn, burn the UN flag in effigy.
3: Right. Well, um, it, it, if you take uh something that looks similar to the UN flag, and you should put the words UN just so people know because they may not know what a light blue flag with a globe and a little wreath on it is. Right. Um, right. You know, you put that on there and, and kind of give it the feel of a UN flag, and then you can... Uh, Put that on sticks and burn it. There you go.
8: Okay, I hear the music. I'll let you guys go. Good luck
3: with that. And if you go
0: to YouTube, I think you might be able to dig up some of the old UN flag burn videos from, uh, from NHFree.com from the past couple of cool. years here in New Hampshire. So give you a little inspiration. Thanks for the call, dude. And good luck. Let us know how it goes. 800 259 9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Uh, we'll get back to, or, well, start again, I suppose, the seven things you can do to make your life more positive and happy. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up whatever you want toll free. 800 259 9231, SACL CAI toll free line. Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are for free, including live streams, broadband version of the show, and a dial up version as well. Both for you for free. Free Talk Live. So enjoy those on us. And perhaps you might just own or know someone who does a company that's struggling to collect money owed from past due accounts. Delinquent accounts are uh, problematic, not only from the standpoint of diminished revenues, but businesses find themselves sidetracked by the arduous task of trying to collect on these accounts. You know, you've got business to do. Right. Uh, And you didn't
3: didn't get into business uh, for the purpose of doing
0: collections. Right. Consequently, valuable time and resources are pulled away from principal operations. SACL CAI liberates businesses from inefficiencies and the vexing task of collections. SACL CAI. See their banner right at the th- uh, the top of freetalklive.com. Our number is 800-259-9231. Ladies come first on Free Talk Live. Let's go to Pam in Missouri. Pam, you're on Free Talk Live with the Entobian Mark. Hello.
12: Hello. How are you?
0: Great. What's on your mind, Pam?
12: Well, I was very surprised by the suggestion that, um, that Americans serve mandatory in the military. And I am very supportive of the military. I have family members that have been in the military, my grandfather, my father, family members,
2: mm-hmm.
12: that signed up. Right. They volunteered.
2: Mm-hmm.
12: But as a history teacher, I also know for a fact Immigrants left other countries to avoid mandatory serving in their militaries.
2: Mm-hmm.
12: America is not about mandatory servants <laughs> serving it in the military. It certainly isn't,
0: and it should not happen. It, not only should it not be that we should be forced to serve in the military, we also shouldn't be forced to work for the government in any way, shape, or form. Wouldn't you agree?
12: Any capacity any capacity at all the founding fathers of this nation would have gone stark raving mad at the suggestions sure. patrick henry would have streaked naked mm. through congress over it
0: certainly possible we are with you 100 percent pin
12: so i just that's my two cents and take it for what it's worth. Well, look know, out, and we I, don't
3: hear enough Patrick Henry in our daily lives, and, and right. kids don't get taught enough in school.
0: And just look no. out for this, though, Pam, because they are pushing it at a national level, and it is something that's being pushed by some Republicans and Democrats together, and they're, calling, they're not calling it the draft anymore. Now they're calling it national service. So be on the lookout for it, and uh, please continue speaking out as they continue to push this idea on the American people. It's outrageous, and thank you for the call. We really well,
12: appreciate it. I can tell you one thing. Last yeah. year at the school that I was at, when the, you know, they have had people come into the school. And um, the school I had, we had ROTC officers.
2: Mm -hmm.
12: And to say something of the ROTC officers that were at my building, which I will not name them because they could possibly have trouble as a result, but they refused to let recruiters speak to the students unless they spoke to their parents first and had permission from them.
0: Well, that's good to know. I'm glad, least, to, glad to hear that. I mean,
12: that. at least they didn't let the, them go straight to the kids. Right. Which a lot of people are doing.
0: Yeah, I'd rather they not be on campus in the first place, but when no. you've got government schools, inevitably the government military is going to be allowed in there. Thanks for the call, Pam. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Just another argument against government schools, of course. Uh, let's mm-hmm. let the market handle that. Let's continue with the phone calls and talk to Tom in New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello.
2: Uh, Yeah, a good uh, example of what um, Matt was bringing up there would be the song uh, Leaving on a Jet Plane. Uh, Will you you sing a few bars for
0: us, Tom? Uh, No,
2: about the guy, yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's going off to war, he's leaving on a jet plane, and it's this uh, uh, difficult, uh, you know, it's a a very emotional farewell to uh, his girlfriend or his wife. Oh, babe, I hate to go. Yeah, Yeah, now... Uh, Another example of the government uh, trying to uh, interfere too much with the the rights and the lives of innocent people is, you know, know, in some states, uh, fags get to adopt children. Cigarettes? (laughs) No. uh, Queers get to adopt children legally in some states.
0: Are you homophobic, or are you just, like, using those terms?
2: Uh what do you mean?
0: I don't know. Just I, When I hear those terms, I sort of think nasty thoughts. And I, they just don't seem like the nicest, uh, the friendliest of terms. Am I alone on this one here? Uh, it was, it it was seems a, little a little shocking. Yeah, it me seems too. a little insensitive. seems a little harsh, Tom. I mean, do you have something against gay people?
2: Uh, well, when these kids grow up uh, to be like about 14, I mean, maybe they were adopted when they were real little before they realized that uh, they should raise any objection it, and now they're like uh, 13 or 14. And they start to realize there is something seriously wrong.
0: Wait, are you saying the there's something public wrong public. with a gay couple adopting children?
2: Absolutely. What is oh. it, and What
0: could possibly be wrong about that?
2: Uh, because then then the children are going to be raised by queers instead of by uh, you know.
0: You re- are homophobic, aren't you, Tom? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think so.
2: But anyway, as I was trying to say, what happens What's wrong?
0: When- well, hold on now. Wait, what's wrong with them being raised by
4: gay people?
2: Because gay people are unfit to raise children. How oh, dare
4: I, you? I object a lot. I had a friend who was adopted by uh, gay parents, uh, and he grew up just fine with completely normal values, and sure. he's a very normal, functioning member of society.
0: I've met plenty of gay people in my time who I thought would make fantastic parents and uh, would be far better parents than many of the, uh, the white trash parents that are out there raising kids today. Uh, you know, Tom, do you know any gay people?
2: i uh, I try not to, but yeah well that way. figures
0: <laughs> and you 're about done. Thanks for the call you know that's that 's about all I needed to hear you don 't know any gay people, so how dare you make even begin to make the suggestion that all gay people are unfit to raise children if anything uh it's uh, there are a lot of gay men uh, and women i 'm sure that uh, that do very well for themselves they're, they 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 have their own businesses and they're they 're entrepreneurial and i mean these are
3: the these are people I would love to see kids in uh being raised by right um, you know even if you think that gay people are not the premium, you know, top parenting uh, couple out there. If you think about all the other people that raise kids, single mothers, um, you know, people with uh, d- drug habits. And, sure. And, and they have alcoholics. Britney Spears. Um, <laughs> you know, if you look at these people,
4: um, you know, how much worse could the gay Couple yeah. do. Yeah, someone's sexual preference has nothing to do with how good or bad of a parent they're going to be. No buy. doubt about it.
0: Uh, You know what? When Julia and I purchased our car here in New Hampshire, we went to – um. I, I did a little bit of searching because I got the lady's email address, and I just figured, well, let's see who we're buying the car from. So I did a Google search. And came up with a little bit of information on her. It became pretty apparent that she was involved in some um, some things uh, in regards to educating, homeschooling, and that sort of thing. And as it turned out, it was a, a gay couple, a couple of lesbians, that live in a very nice house in uh, Peterborough, New Hampshire. And, you know, they've got plenty of property for themselves. It would be a wonderful place for uh, for a young t- person to, to grow up. And, indeed, they did have a young, probably 10- or 11-year-old girl that they were raising together, I th- think she was adopted, but maybe not it might have been one of the lady's uh, original kids. Either way, I, I, you know, we went to pick up the car at their property, and uh, immediately I thought,
3: "Wow, you know, this would really make a great place to grow up. And they were just a, a friendly couple, a beautiful home. Well, really, the, the property and the home don't necessarily make a good family life. Um, well, but person- if you
0: walk into somebody's house and it's trashed. And you've got somebody yelling in the back, you it's know, at the top of their lungs, you know, yelling profanities. Then, yeah, that's pretty a pretty good indicator that uh, kids don't really belong in that household. This was a very wholesome-looking place. looked like a great place to grow up. Anyway, more on the way. This is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up whatever you want. Toll free at 800-259-9231. The Sakel CAI toll free line. Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The bulletin board system is there. Over a quarter of a million posts. Lots of stuff to talk about. Serious issues. Fun stuff. You'll find it all for free at bbs.freetalklive.com. bbs.freetalklive.com. To the phones. To the fun. Talk to Mike in Connecticut. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Mike.
10: Hello? Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. How What's do a... I top that last caller?
0: <laughs> Tom is certainly an original character. Guys uh, that I
10: think like that have repressive, repressed gay feelings, you know.
0: Yeah, I think you're right about that. I think people that, uh, I think you're onto something there. A lot of people that uh, trash on gays the hardest are probably the ones that are just a little concerned about I don't know if I believe themselves. that necessarily. Some well, look, just...
10: at the, look at the prosecutors that, you know, are going after uh, the, the, the child predators and stuff, and they tend to be uh, child predators. Some of them themselves. just come
3: there from a religious standpoint
10: know so much about it, you have to
3: really think about it. <laughs> it's true. And
0: then you've got uh, Ted Haggard. The, you talk about religious standpoint, Mark. You've got Ted Haggard, the leader of the megachurch in Denver, Colorado, uh, this n- nationally recognized evangelical Christian who was found having, you know, allegedly having gay sex with a prostitute uh, and snorting meth at the same time. I mean, this is just, you just find out all kinds of funny things over time. Wow.
4: I think there is something that goes to say those who scream the loudest, um, uh, maybe them that they're pointing the finger at, but it's not overall. I think that a lot of it comes from people who just are confused or afraid of it. They don't like... he. Uh, Tom doesn't, have, unknown. Exactly, doesn't know many gay people, so they must be horrible. I right, mean,
0: and he's too scared to get to know them. Exactly. He's, if he comes across a gay person, he uh, recoils back like Dracula looking at a cross or something like that. Well, uh, lots
10: of people used to feel like that uh, towards blacks, too.
0: Sure. try get, same, yeah, Exactly right. Just try getting to know gay people or blacks or Hispanics, and you know what? You'll find out that, huh, they're people, too. They have the same feelings that you do.
10: Shocker. I want to talk about something else. That's sure. Okay. Back to involuntary servitude.
0: Mm-hmm.
10: I didn't hear your whole conversation, but I don't know if it's been brought up. But would you agree also that jury duty is involuntary servitude?
0: Absolutely, it's like a little mini draft. Right. You don't have to stay for four years; you just have right. to stay for you know a few hours yeah. or days. Well, we don't
10: have to scratch that too. Then well,
3: part, part of I understand and totally agree, but I like the idea of serving on a jury. I don't like the idea then of serving on a jury.
4: Yes. Yeah, I think there's enough people out there who like the idea of serving on a jury that you don't need to have it mandatory.
3: Well, the problem is, is you don't. Um, you know, if if they want to be on a jury, then you've got to watch out for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is the the concept of the jury system in the first
0: place. While you know it's a it's a good idea to sort of balance power, uh, it's the fourth check on the government, and I understand it. Jury nullification. Uh, what we really need, yeah, jury nullification is a good idea, but what we really really need is to just get the government out of the world of uh, making decisions. Uh, on you know uh, on on judicial cases and put it in the hands of arbitrators, people that are actually professionals instead of uh, a group of citizens that arguably don't really know what they're doing. Which That's of course is what the government true, wants.
10: Though. That's not always true.
0: What's that? That the jury doesn't know what they're doing?
10: No, as far as arbitrators are concerned, there's a company called National Arbitration Forum that mm-hmm. deals with credit card civil issues, and uh, they have a 98% rate you know, awarding towards the credit card company. So there's a little collusion involved there. So you got to watch out for that.
0: Well, I don't know if we're really operating in a uh, true marketplace uh, environment where there are a whole bunch of different arbitration uh, agencies out there that you can choose from. So I'm not sure what the situation is with that, but I wouldn't doubt that there's some sort of collusion going on. Um, So did you uh, make your point, or did you have something Uh, else? that's it. All right, thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Let's go and talk to Jeff in st louis jeff you're on free talk live hello uh
9: thank you for taking my call
0: what's on your mind jeff
9: uh well first about that guy talking about the uh two gay families or or however that is pronounced um i just want to know you so you well i still want to talk about the michael savage deal but i want to talk about this too yeah yeah go ahead um so because you disagree with the homosexual lifestyle you're automatically a homophobe is that what you guys are saying
3: I think that uh, what Ian was saying um, is uh, that it's you know uh, if if you bring it up on a regular basis, like perhaps there's an issue.
0: Mm. I was saying that uh, he wasn't necessarily just disagreeing; he was insulting, he was attacking. Yeah, I disagree
9: with it, but I didn't like. I disagree with it, but I don't, didn't like the terms he was using.
0: Okay, well, I didn't like his terms either, and that's why I called him. What so does the that carpet.
9: make me? I don't like it, but I didn't like the. Terms I guess he that was just either.
0: makes you disagreeable. Mm.
9: Yeah, and um, what, what do you guys think about that? Uh, Uh, last supper rendition picture of that from that uh san francisco fair
0: i don't know what you're referencing
9: there was a uh, the that fair in san there was a fair in san francisco where they had an image of the last supper with uh fetishes and stuff like that replacing jesus and all them
3: i think that's gonna be offensive to a lot of people and it's probably not worth doing was it paid for by tax dollars
9: yes
0: oh that's bad I don't think that we need to have tax dollars going to pay any sort of artists to do anything whatsoever. I don't care if the last
9: group is okay to offend as Christians in this country because you don't see anything coming out against people. Uh, insulting Christians or anything
3: like that. Well, I think a, p- a lot of people feel like um, the Christians are in a majority, or at least they're a very vocal and powerful minority. So
9: that means they can't be offended.
3: Wait, wait, wait! wait. I think that they feel that, um, that you know, and they feel like they're under the thumb of Christians in a lot of ways. For instance, many town, um, you know, t- town squares will have nativity scenes that I'm required to pay for. They'll have you know, In God We Trust on the money. They'll have to, you have to. Um, yeah, but then no
9: one complains when they get Christmas off for the holidays. Holidays.
3: What does Christmas have to do with it? It's a pagan holiday that Christians co-opted.
9: Well, you know what I, you know what I mean when they get a Christian holiday off. No well, one see, so, no one so,
3: see. so they make up their own holidays for, um, you know, Hamawana kwansmas or whatever um, holiday it is that they want to make up. They get that off. What difference does it make? Holidays, holidays. Everybody say, deserves holidays. They don't
9: holidays. complain when they get the benefits of that holiday off or something like that. Well, I'm
3: if saying. they were in a different society, say a Jewish society, and they got uh, and, and you got, uh, you know, Ramadan, or you know, some uh,
9: Yom Hanukkah Yom or whatever
3: off, um, would you complain? No. no.
9: Okay, and most so people would too complain
3: about. Right.
0: So, yeah, uh, the government does not need to be taking tax dollars and putting it into the hands of artists that are going to offend Christians, nor does it need to be putting it into the hands of uh, Christians
9: to offend anybody else. uh, My interpretation is it's freedom of religion, not from religion, uh, in the Constitution. So do you think that people should be required to have um, a religion? As long as they don't exclude a particular – as long as they treat them equally, I don't have a problem with
4: it. How can you treat them all equally?
9: Well, you know – I guess what I'm saying is, as long as they're like if they do something for Islam for the holidays, they can't—they don't exclude Christianity.
3: Well, I don't think they should be doing anything for any religion right. for, um, for any holiday I, because I don't like think the government has any business doing that.
0: When you say they, you're talking about the government, right? Yes. Yeah, the government doesn't need to be recognizing anything. The government doesn't need to have uh, any sort of religious-based holidays or recognize any religion over another. The government should stay completely out of religion. Now, what was the thing about Michael Savage you mentioned? Uh, All
9: right, uh, the San Francisco Board of uh, Trustees or city board uh, condemned Michael Savage for comments about uh, get paying tax dollars for giving illegal screen cards or something like that. But he didn't do a diplomat, politically correct way.
3: Okay. Well, well um, Michael I wish, Savage is a jerk. I wish that I could get uh, the the city board of any major city to uh, condemn, me. condemn my show. <laughs> um, that would be really great, and yeah, it's the kind they, of PR that you can't buy.
0: It really is yeah. great, because I, I was looking at the Drudge Report tonight, and right there, top headline was the Michael Savage thing. So talk yeah. about some great free and publicity. And
9: I thought the city of San Francisco was a progressive, uh, free-speech-type town, and here they go do something like this.
0: Yeah. Well. Thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. I don't like Michael Savage. I mean, I think he's a scumbag, personally. And he didn't even bother to show up to receive his award this year. He won the Freedom of Speech Award at Talkers Magazine's convention. might have been uh, busier. Is-
3: didn't consider it important enough or something. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, whatever. It's the industry's most prestigious, uh, the talk industry's most prestigious award. Howard
3: Stern didn't show up to, take, to get his either. No, I, I
0: didn't say I liked him either, did I? Um, so anyway, I just, you know, whatever. If they want to pass a resolution against him, I'd rather have my city government passing meaningless resolutions than more smoking bans or whatever. I don't know. It's not the most offensive things they uh, of things they could do. Right.
4: <laughs> I would agree with you there. Oh, and for the record, according to Wikipedia, which is not perfect, uh, homophobia is the disapproval or prejudice is part of the definition there. So So just
0: not liking gays is is homophobic. That's correct. You don't necessarily have to be afraid to be a homophobe. Right. 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Rob in Georgia, Rick in Tampa, and ladies, if you call in, you come first on Free Talk Live. 800-259-9231. Hopefully, still to come, we'll talk about uh, some ways to find happiness in your life and Maybe a woman that the feds killed in an airport, allegedly. This is Free Talk Live. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231, SACL-CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are for free, and if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, then you can go and amp the show. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. AMP stands for advertise, market, and promote. It is a simple concept. What we ask you to do is send in three bucks a month via any major credit card or PayPal account or other options. Uh, and what we do is we take that money in and we turn it around into promoting free talk live and getting on more radio stations across the country. So if that's valuable to you, you want to help us spread the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as possible, go and become a Free Talk Live amplifier. You get a few perks, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, as well as uh, the AMP-only chat room and forum, and more. All the details, amp.freetalklive.com. In fact, you can save time and money on common legal matters created by top attorneys. LegalZoom.com helps you create reliable legal documents, like your will or living trust, in minutes. LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL to save 10%. LegalZoom.com. Uh as we go to the amp line to talk to Robert in, or Rob, rather, in Georgia. Rob, you're on Free Talk Live.
13: Yeah, hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Well, as someone who is descended from people who are engaged in national service in the employ of the cotton industry, <laughs> I, think that I am somewhat uniquely qualified to say just how atrocious an idea this is.
0: You're talking about the idea of national service, which we were talking about extensively in hour number one with somebody who just thought it was a wonderful idea that, you know, kids today, they're so troubled and we really just need to help them out by having them work for the government for two years.
13: No, and, and, you know, and as I have said on more than one occasion, anytime you see massive amounts of problems which are both intractable and widespread, you can almost certainly find government at the root of it. Mm-hmm. and this is, I mean, and the things that people point out are essentially just manifestations of that same thing. You have the way that government schools are are set up and the way that you have employment laws set up you end up having people having extremely uh, extended adolescences so that they don't learn responsibility at a very early age. So that's Absolutely. one of the reasons why you have a lot of changes.
0: Young people could be out there working at uh, you know 12 instead of 16. That way, by the time they're 16, they've got a little nest egg saved up for themselves. They understand responsibility. They understand a, work, a good work ethic. And they're not out necessarily partying and being stupid all the time. Instead, they're working to better themselves. That could be a possibility in this country, except, that as you point out, the government laws prevent that as an option
13: sure so you end up having you know the, the situation with disaffected youth and then when you start talking about the sort of animosity that people um have towards one another a lot of times that's primarily government as well I mean government the various governments in this country have I have pretty much always been in the business of either forced Um, association or forced separation. Mm -hmm. And either one of those two things is going to create animosity among whatever groups you're forcing apart or forcing together. Absolutely. And so you end up having that as being one of your uh, major problems. And and national service is one of those things which particularly frightens me because it has bipartisan support. You have the Republicans, at least a lot of them, who will, will like the expand the military angle. And then you have a lot of the Democrats who will like the you know the Peace Corps and the um, assist the disadvantaged group of the month club, whatever right. it is, and that sort of thing is very, very troubling. And then you know, and one of the things which kind of puzzles me is that when you look at the climate in this country and the sort of backlash against both legal and illegal immigrants, in fact, particularly if they, I mean, if they're Mexican anyway, nobody seems to have much problem with any other one. Right. But they tend, they tend to have a lot of problems with Mexicans. It, I find it very, very interesting that. There is, there is almost undoubtedly a large number of Amer- of Americans who would rather you ha- have businesses in this country employ enslaved Americans rather than free foreigners.
0: I guess it seems like speculation.
13: Uh... Well, I mean, the simple fact that you would be going for national service, right? You but... you. You're talking about, and these people are talking about employing people at in, at, in jobs on the, on, you know, in America. I mean, they're talking about people doing not just, you know, military, not just doing stuff foreign, um, outside of the country. They're talking about them doing stuff in the country. I guess when plan. you said
0: employing, I thought of a uh, a regular employer, and I didn't. I don't think of government when I think of employer. Yeah, but and,
13: to... and, yeah but, and what you're going to end up doing, of course, is that when government gets involved in the industry, you essentially run all of the private money out of it. I mean, you don't have many private libraries because the government has essentially subsumed that function. Right, but they do so, exist.
0: It is possible to have private libraries.
13: Oh, yes. Yeah. and so yeah, Oh, absolutely. So, so, you, so you, I mean, it's it's a very it's a very strange sort of thing that that people get onto this whole national service idea when, in fact, as soon as you start forcing people into whatever roles they have, what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to increase the amount of animosity among people tremendously, and then you're going to be trying to solve that problem with some other government scheme, sure. which will further compound the problem.
3: And I think it's really disempowering for people because people will often blame in their life um you know all the things that go wrong on the one thing that it's most difficult to change um national service will be nigh impossible to change and so therefore they'll um they won't have to take responsibility for their problems they'll say oh man i can't wait until my life really starts in 2 years or a year and a half or whatever my um you know service is finally over mm-hmm. it's it's just so much like prison that it's sick
13: absolutely i mean i, I mean could you imagine any way to make someone despise the poor more than forcing them to serve them?
0: I suppose, yeah. I mean, I mean anytime you force anybody into a situation that they aren't necessarily looking for, they're going to resent whatever the uh, the parameters are, whether it be the poor or whether it be you name it. They're going to re- to resent the fact that they're there instead of doing what they want to do with their time.
13: Oh yeah, I mean, my granddad was drafted into World War II, and he, and he he told me every day that he was alive. Don't ever go into the army. I mean, (laughs) that was like his mantra. So, I mean, mean, so, yeah, you start forcing people into these situations, and and you're just going to increase the amount of resentment just, I mean, an incredible amount. So uh, if you want to foster love among people, the best thing to do is to allow them to associate with the people they wish to and to not associate with the people they do not wish to. And the water will find its own level. Exactly. Leave people
0: alone. You know, one of the other things that bugs me about this national service idea is that we already know that on career day in government schools across the country, most of the careers that they bring in to talk to the kids are government bureaucrats. And, uh, you know, it's bad enough they're already pushing kids towards working for the government. If you mandate that they work for the government for two years, can you imagine the amount of propaganda that's going to be shoved down their throat? Hey, kids, this is two years. A little taste of what you'll get if you work for the next 20 years. You'll get a pension. And that means you'll get paid for not even working. And look at all these benefits we've got. Don't you want to be a bureaucrat after these two years are up? I and mean, can you imagine the, uh, the sell job they'll be doing to bring more people into bureaucracy?
13: Yeah, you know, and I have to wonder how sustainable this sort of stuff is, because I think that one of the reasons why some of these smaller countries worldwide have been able to get away with some of these things and some of the amount of um, of socialism that they have is largely because they're able to offset that those costs from, especially with foreign aid and the consumerism of the United States, which has not had... That same degree of socialism. I think that once we get into that game, then there'll be no one to offset our costs. I mean, mm. the <laughs> I, I think that would just that would cause the the economy to just spiral into uh, spiral into the tank like nothing else.
0: Right. Well, it's already on the way down the tank, and so you're right. I think that probably would accelerate the process because, as you point out, there's not going to be anybody out there to subsidize our program. Thanks for the That's call, right. Rob. We appreciate it as always. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two three one to Rick in Tampa. Rick, you're on Free Talk Live with the Utopian Mark. Hello, Rick. Hello, Rick. We've got Hello? you. What's on your mind?
14: Oh, hi. I wanted to talk about the Baker Act tonight.
0: The Baker uh, Act. This is a uh, a law that allows people to what? Call the cops and have them arrest a friend or family member and put them in a like a, a mental institution or something.
14: Well, I suppose it could be used by a friend or family member, but um, but it can also be used by a law enforcement officer, mm-hmm. uh, a judge. Uh, even a doctor who doesn't specialize in psychiatry or psychology.
3: Isn't the, and, the Baker uh, Act only in Florida?
14: I believe it's only in Florida, okay. yes. Okay.
3: I'm sure that there's Maybe. similar laws in other states, but I just wanted to be clear for, you know, we, we're we a nationwide show. Okay.
14: Yeah, so the, the reason I'm calling in about the Baker Act is just um, I'm currently being personally affected by it. Hmm. Um, yesterday my sister was pulled over in a traffic stop. And uh, she apparently had a mental breakdown uh, the stress of being pulled over, uh, some things that were going on at work, and so on. Sure. And she, she basically had a mental breakdown, wasn't answering the questions coherently that she was being asked. And the, uh, the police officer decided to take her her. And, uh, I mean, this, let me tell you, this is worse than getting thrown in jail. She's been, uh, she's been now in a psych ward for about 10 hours. And she is, uh, she's actually showing signs of a crazy person uh, after being subjected to some of the things she's been subjected to. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's a terrible law. It's one of these examples of you know, perhaps a good idea that has gone terribly wrong. So that wrong means that
0: if she's showing signs of a crazy person, they're going to want to keep her there longer, right? I think they can only do it 72 well, hours. It,
14: exactly. exactly it. Um, well, now, know, wait. It, Mark's there, saying it. they
0: can only do it for 72 hours. Can they extend that beyond the 72 hours?
14: What, what they do is they, it's a, it's a, they have a 72-hour a window. Hold that thought. We'll a...
0: bring it back in hour three. You can explain it better. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour number three of the program, and you, as always, can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The feature's on the site for free, so enjoy those on us as we go right back into the phone calls and talk again to Rick in Tampa. Rick, you had just begun telling us uh, the story about, was it your sister? Rick. Yeah. Okay, your sister was Baker Acted recently, and I know that's not really a verb, uh, but in Florida, where you live, there's um, there's a law called the Baker Act, and there are laws in other states that are similar to the Baker Act, where if indeed a law enforcement officer or, uh, let's see, it's not just law enforcement officers, it's uh, mental health professionals or judges... The Baker Act allows involuntary examination um, if it's initiated by those groups of people. So if a
3: cop thinks for 72 that, hours, and then they get to decide beyond that.
0: Right. If a cop thinks that you're crazy in a situation uh, where your sister was pulled over on the side of the road, she's been under a lot of stress. She sort of had a little mental mental breakdown. The cop decided to use the uh, to invoke the Baker Act, which then allows that person to be examined for up to 72 hours at the uh, Department of Florida Department of Children and Families Designated Receiving Facilities Statewide. It says here that uh, many things may occur after the examination, including the release of the individual to the community, a petition for involuntary inpatient placement, out, uh, involuntary outpatient placement, or voluntary treatment. So one of the things that could come out of this is they could say, you know what, we don't think you're better yet, sweetie. We're going to put you in a uh, mental ward for six up to six months. Is that something that uh, that, that could happen here?
14: I could, I could easily see that happening. Uh, I mean, I'm going to do everything in my power to prevent it. You know, we're, we're going to consult an attorney tomorrow and, and and kind of try and work through it. But, but the way the situation has been handled so far, you can tell that uh, the government's at work here. You have a system where it seems like they're trying to push so many people through. Um, my, my sister spent a grand total of, um, 90 seconds approximately with the, uh, with a psychiatrist today. And, uh, Based on that, uh, they're gonna, you know, continue the, the Baker Act for the full 72 hours, which only begins after she's checked in. So initially, they took her in to check all of her, all of her vitals and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Essentially, she's being detained for uh, she's been detained at the hospital and now in the uh, psych ward for 72 hours. So, uh, from talking to some of the hospital workers, uh, one of the things law enforcement officers do is if they pull over a uh, perhaps a repeat drunk or something like that. They can also issue a Baker Act, uh, you know, and say that they thought the person was, you know, hallucinating or or not right. And that's a far worse sentence than going to jail for one night and posting bail the next day. You know, you go into the psych ward and you're stuck there for three days and
4: there's no way you're getting out. And then you have the whole stigma attached with it as well. I mean, if you're you you also don't have the rights. Um, if you're arrested, you have the rights to like the phone call and all your regular those right. Rights. This isn't but, an arrest, exactly. So you don't have those rights, and it can really mess up people's lives. I mean, it's meant for good, but what you're really doing is just giving more power to um, officers and police that can be abused. Right. I presume your sister has some sort of thing she does for a living, right?
14: Well, yeah, but she's not going to be able to do that for a few days.
0: Exactly. Then, yeah. Uh, so if her job was counting on her to show up and you know manage a shift or do whatever it is she does tomorrow, she's just not going to be available because some cop thought she decided to uh, she deserved to spend time in a mental ward. Absolutely. It uh, just doesn't and seem right. It doesn't seem right. I can understand if maybe a family member, a concerned family member, um, thought that somebody needed to get some help. Because, I mean, at some point, if you really are dealing with a crazy person, they're not likely to check themselves into a clinic. So, you know, it would make sense that there would be some sort of mechanism for a loved one or someone, you know, your 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 spouse or somebody like that, somebody really close to you to say, you know, I really think that uh, so-and-so should go in and, and be looked at. Even that I'm kind of ugh, I don't like the idea of it. I don't like the idea that somebody else could control your life in that way, but but for just a cop to make that decision or a judge to make that decision, yeah.
4: that doesn't seem very good. And when it's a uh, something over a parking like uh something over a traffic ticket when someone uh someone breaks down cuz they're pulled over. I mean, yeah, my girlfriend says she does that almost every time, but she usually gets let go not right. <laughs> arrested That's for it. That's usually what happens. <laughs> exactly. So um so at this point she's still in. When
0: did this when did this go down, Rick?
14: Well, she got uh, checked into the psych ward today about at about 3. Uh, she was completely lucid. She was, you know, answering questions. We were carrying on conversations, trying to figure out, you know, what, it, uh, what led to this, you know, mental collapse. Right. We'd actually scheduled um, an appointment with a psychologist that we chose outside of the uh, hospital that was chosen for us. And, you know... In begging and pleading to, you know, just let us go, we'll treat it ourselves, you know, we'll take her into our care and custody, we'll take responsibility for her, you know, we'll take care of her, she needs to be with her family, she needs to be taken care of instead of, you know, anyone on the hospital staff listening to that, you know, hey, we have this law to follow and yet it may not be right, it may not be a a good thing. But it is the law, and we have to follow it. And that's the story I kept hearing over and over again from all the different RNs and doctors I talked to.
0: Once again, uh, another problem with government and its one-size-fits-all solutions. Because the law says this, they must obey it, even if the best thing to do would be to let her go into the arms of the people that care the most about her, uh, her friends and her family. It's just tragic. And uh, please give us an update on the story, okay, When when you learn more and as more develops, Rick, will you call us back? Yes, I will. Thanks for the call, dude, and good luck. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Not not a situation that you you know you want to get involved in. That you don't wish it on anybody. Uh, the state has your loved one. The state has somebody that you care about in their custody, and they're gonna do what they're gonna do. You can beg and you can plead, and you all you can really do is hope that somebody decides in your favor, and hope that the state—I mean, I imagine they probably—it's probably similar to the uh, the jail system where they get paid based on how many inmates they have. Hopefully, the state doesn't decide they need another uh, person in their mental health ward and shuffle her on over there for another
3: six months. It, it, what's also disturbing is, you know, um, I work with you six nights a week and you know like you may have some disturbingly unusual political beliefs mm-hmm. but i know you're not really crazy you're not a danger to yourself and others no but some psychologists may very well say you have some kind of paranoia streak because you believe that the government is uh, out to get you after you and oh uh, no they're not after me you. they could get me if they wanted to <laughs> I mean, i'm not hiding uh, well <laughs> they might say
4: something just like that though yeah one thing I'm wondering about this is who foots the foots the bill for all this? Is this all just going on the taxpayer dollar? What What's going on here with that? With that's a good question. Does, a fam- does the family get a bill after the 72 yeah. hours? Because inpatient mental care is very expensive. I mean, just a few nights you can be talking about thousands of dollars. And whether that's going to the family or the tax dollar, when a family is there saying, we want to take care of this person, they're our family member, we want to take them home, we'll take care of them, mm-hmm. whoever's footing the bill, I mean, that's something to think about just in itself. Excellent question, and uh, if Rick calls back
0: to give us the rest of the story, we'll ask him that, because I'm sure they don't know The taxpayer know yet. is paying that. <laughs> well, now you're saying the taxpayer is going to pay it, but if they uh, slap the family with a, a you know $10,000 bill after all said and done, then that will certainly be an interesting development as well. Certainly but it, stink. But yeah, if indeed the family saying, well, let us have her, we'll take care of yeah. her, and then the state saying, no, we're keeping her for 72 hours, and then they bill them, then that's outrageous, because they didn't consent to that at all. And how you can have a, a bill if there's no consent—that's just silly. But that would be the government for you; they do that sort of thing. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's talk to Eric in Michigan. Eric, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, good Eric evening, in Michigan.
5: Gentlemen. Hey there. All right. What's on your good mind, sir? Uh, well, you guys mentioned you know mandatory service for uh, youngins like me, nineteen-year-olds, what have you. A couple you're not of years. You're not nineteen. In will straighten us out, you know.
0: How old? Are, how old are you? You're nineteen. I'm nineteen.
5: 19.
0: Wow. wow. Okay, you're a pretty bright guy for 19. Anyway, go ahead. There's
5: a bunch. Uh, I, I think that's absolutely ridiculous, and I think it's very fascistic. I think the government's here to serve us, and not vice versa.
0: Don't you want to help your community?
5: You know what? I do, but I'll do it individually. I'll do it at my own time.
0: What would Now, does that mean you'd go to jail if, uh, if indeed, they in- implemented this national service program? How would you resist?
5: Absolutely. I'd absolutely go to jail. There's no way I'm going to follow through on that. That's, Good for you. That, That's so fascistic. That's... So much further down the line than we are right now. I mean, it's scary now, but that would just be so close to a fascist closed state. I I don't want anything to do with that. It's
0: not even that far. Uh, Chuck, oh gosh, is it Rangel? Chuck Rangel. Rangel. uh, One of the Democrats in New York State introduces a national service bill every single year in Congress. And it's been shot down so far but he seems to make uh, he seems to be making progress with it and the more that they uh, the more they decide they need more and more soldiers to invade more countries around the world uh, the more likely these government people are to, to vote yes on this so it may not be that far off man.
5: well you know what I mean, uh, they keep bringing that up and I don't really think he wants a draft but at the same time Vietnam went on for so long you know, with a draft I, I don't want to have to deal with that I'm with you know, you. I've, I've got a couple more points to bring up can I, hold uh, that come thought back then time? we'll
0: bring you back 800-259-9231 you can take control of the airwaves this is your your show it's free talk live this is free talk live and you can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231 cai toll-free line it's ian here with you
4: and toby
0: and Mark. That's 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free. So enjoy those on us, including the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com to see what that's all about. That is shrine.freetalklive.com. And also, don't forget to go and visit Toby on his website at freeminds. freemindstv.com. In case you don't know, he is one of the, uh, the two hosts of Freeminds TV, a great little uh, cable access show created right here in our very own Keene, New
4: Hampshire. Uh,
0: But it's not just about Keene. In fact,
4: it's not so much about Keene very much anymore. Yeah, we've gotten more into the national issues and stuff as the shows progress through us. It's it's morphing into what it morphs into. We're still not exactly sure about it. Um, uh, Although I'm I'm sure you guys are going to have
0: Ms. Julia on here in the upcoming weeks. I'm sure. Uh,
4: But uh, nonetheless, it's a great show, and they do a great
0: job, and it's all online for you to watch for free at freemindstv.com. In fact, uh, you guys are now hosting Mark's television show, as a podcast so you've taken the time this out of your own t- this is your own time mark's not paying you for this although really? i think he probably should uh well, we mark's, get the free minds tv plug that's true <laughs> because i get what out of doing my show <laughs> I don't know. He's doing something nice for you. Anyway, he's, he's th- doing something nice. Don't they're give you pu- that. they're putting uh, Mark's television show up as an audio podcast now, and that's available through free, uh, freeminds tv. dot com. Right.
4: Well, that it will be in the, within the next week. I have to do a little bit more work this weekend. But if people haven't seen Mark's uh, show yet, it works just as well as a podcast. So I, I really, he's gotten a lot better. You don't over get the to month, see his funny so. faces, though. right? <laughs> All I do is make faces at the camera. So mm. well. He, I like it. I like it as a podcast too, because I don't really have time to sit in front of a computer and watch his show. And right. so I was like, well, I kind of want to turn it into a podcast for just myself. And Very cool. while I'm at it, other people might, might want to. I'm well, sure so.
3: somebody wants to hear what's going on in Keene, New Hampshire. I don't know why um, other people do, but maybe they're, they're considering people ar- here.
4: People around the world.
3: Listen to the podcast. We need listen more, to the show.
0: We need more people considering moving to Keene. There's a lot of people for the Free State Project, and we'll talk more about that in a little while. A lot of people are moving to Manchester. Uh, not so much moving to Keene, so we need to encourage more people to get over here, because there's a lot going on here, a lot to be excited about. Anyway, we'll continue with the phone calls here and talk to Eric in Michigan. Eric, you're back on Free Talk Live uh, with okay. uh, some more thoughts.
5: Well, I told you guys I've been studying uh, communism and Marxism recently. Okay. And I've uh, been studying early Marxism specifically, and I've actually found a lot of parallels between uh, Marxism-Communism and Ian's views. How's that? Okay, uh, I've got a few points here. To begin with, you often say uh, it'll be different in the free market system. Like uh, if someone brings up a point and says, well, you know, the market isn't serving us right now, you'd say, well, it'd be different if we had a true free market, you know, in in the true free market system. And this was used as an excuse by the commies uh, of the USSR for years and years about how things couldn't be as good as they should be in communism because they still had to fight off the capitalists. So, so it, you're saying it, that
0: it, we both said it, things would be different?
5: It's kind of an out. In in a way, it's uh, explaining why the system is broken now, well, and it's because two still, things. You know.
3: I think that there are a lot of parallels in um, communism and the rise of communism, socialism, and the rise of what will be uh, you know freedom and liberty.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I think that you can draw a lot of them. First off, there was no communist state that people could point to at that time, and so the communist philosophers could say. Yes, things will be different. Uh-huh. There really hasn't been other than Iceland which they'll uh, pull up but you know it's it's still debatable and Somalia to some extent. Um there really isn't a completely stateless place in um in the world that has actually has a bunch of people in it but that's okay there doesn't have to be for us to uh, make these arguments soundly and that is
0: because there are um there are instances where the marketplace is handling something that normally people ascribe to government like you know trash collection uh so there are instances where we can point to to say look see the marketplace does handle this better now let's let the marketplace handle other things
5: indeed uh also uh specifically in marxism one of the main tenets is that you have to go through different stages to eventually reach a communism. Com- communism is, in other words, the end of uh, the product of all different societies over time, the dialectic. And uh, so you have to have capitalism because that helps to build up wealth. And then that wealth, once it's been turned into factories, you know, buildings, what have you, is uh, transferred over to the communist system and the yeah. wealth is spread among the people.
0: No, that's, that's the problem. It's where it goes wrong, though. It's where uh, the wealth is just completely... Uh pissed away and uh, and destroyed. I mean, the the factories, they just, they don't understand how to turn out their products correctly if they don't actually have the marketplace sending them signals about what the consumers are actually demanding. And so that's why you ended up seeing, I mean, communism just, you know, we've seen in history it fails. It's not because they implemented the system wrong. It's just because people need incentives to do things and communism wipes those incentives out.
5: I'm not so sure that it's the incentives, but I would definitely agree that it's uh, market pressures that help uh, in uh, defining prices. But I see a uh, similarity in what you say in that it's actually the government which has helped to bring about the middle class in the United States and also uh, the technologies that have come as a product of our governmental society, what have you. Um, and this will transfer over into the uh, anarchist non-state. I don't animal. think I
0: said the government brings about the middle class. In fact, the government, uh, more, the more intrusive it becomes in our lives, it eliminates the middle class and puts a uh, you know, makes the divide between rich and poor wider and wider.
5: I disagree. The middle class started to develop after FDR's New Deal.
0: And it started what's that to, develop have to do with it?
3: Well, I don't know that uh, – Now, remember, in uh, before in the laissez-faire capitalist uh, society, and, and remember that we started from something completely different than we would be starting from today. Um, there was a merchant class, and that merchant class was largely uh, middle class. Uh, you know, the farmers, people that had uh, large tracts of land did uh, – you know, blacksmithing work or, you know, some kind of trade in their off time, those people would be considered middle class at the time. Um, middle class just means people that aren't, know, aren't at the very low end of the scale and aren't at the very high end of the scale. It's true. Eric, thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate it, as always, as we move to
0: Paula in Florida. Paula, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Toby and Mark. Paula in Florida.
12: Going once. Hi, got some wonderful news for you. Okay, what's that? They just voted in Congress 377 to 46 for getting out of Iraq. The money's been cut off till next year, and uh, Britain's pulling out 1,000 troops.
3: I hope that's true. I,
0: I hope it's yeah, true so, too. It just
12: came. It just happened in the house.
0: Excellent, amazing. We'll check it out. And thanks for the call. We appreciate it as always. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. She's been making some pretty outrageous claims recently, and I don't know if uh, if I. It I, seems like can it would come through
4: her. our uh, our news systems, our way of finding these things. You'd think Drudge would know yeah. about it, yeah, but. No. After her, you guys still are on the air. As she claimed, radio would be taken off the air. So. She did claim. You that are at one still point. on the air, so I am going to hold my I'm not going to hold my breath for this one to come true.
0: Yeah, but check it out. I mean, she claims it. Ha- maybe. I mean, maybe it just happened. Maybe the house met late, and it just happened at nine thirty Eastern time, or maybe not. We'll find out though. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. As we continue with the phone calls, talk to Vince in Indianapolis. Vince, you are on Free Talk Live. Vince. Hello, John. how are you doing tonight? Great. What's on your mind, Vince? Hey,
15: I wanted to... You're you you you're talking about a free state and the New Hampshire uh, experiment, but I want to tell you something. You know, we all have, uh, 50, all 50 states have mandatory insurance laws.
2: What's that? And I want
15: to tell you something because I experienced this. When I was riding home on my bicycle, a lady that had no insurance and her driving, for her driving abilities or for her car, mm-hmm. hit me from behind. And I'm going to tell you what, sir. I was hospitalized for nine months, but I tell you what—I might as well have been the one that had no, because I was effectively being trying to be punished. So were even know I had the insurance to, did you not that, have
0: uh, did you not have insurance to protect you from uninsured drivers?
15: Well, yes, I did on my car,
0: but not but on you. They
15: wanted to call the shots.
0: <laughs> the insurance so company. I'm
15: not I'm a licensed accountant and a lawyer myself, but.
0: Well, it I have to like a, mess. a lawyer.
3: You don't have to have car insurance in New Hampshire. Yeah, New Hampshire is maybe the only state yes, that's like that. You have
0: to have car insurance. What's that? If you, your car is like
3: To finance it, but that's yeah, not a law. Because right. you don't own the car. Right,
0: but that's there true.
15: Is a mandatory, there, is, there is mandatory insurance in all
0: of the states. Not in not this not one. one. Thanks for the call, Vince. Appreciate it, man. Good luck with your uh, situation. I wouldn't go without it. it. Sounds like a mess. Oh, I wouldn't either. It's a great idea. More on the way you take control. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free at 800-259-9231. Sickle cai toll free line for you, Ian, here with you. And Toby. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are completely free. So do enjoy those on us, including the archives. We've got an entire year's worth of the show right there on the front page of the site for your downloading convenience at freetalklive.com. And Freetalk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project, your only choice for more personal freedom and smaller, less intrusive government. To learn more about joining the second American Revolution, go to freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. And I feel awful because we had uh, Karen on the line in California, and I did not notice her name before I took another, uh, another mail. Caller before her, and she unfortunately dropped off. So, Karen, if you want to call back, we'll definitely move you right up to the front of the queue. 800 259 9231. As we uh, go back to the phones and to the fun to Chris in Massachusetts, Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with the Antobian Mark.
7: Hi. Hey, How Chris. What's on your mind? Okay. Well, I would like to talk about an issue nobody's talking about right now. Okay. And that's the fact that the Supreme Court next week meet is meeting on whether uh, Americans should have handguns or not, which is in the Second Amendment. And also, um, whether to move execution into drug and sex crimes. So now they're talking about uh, people with drug charges um, can be executed. Really? Going to be legal? Yes. This is this was like barely mentioned in the news.
0: Yeah, I, th- I had heard something about them looking at the Washington, D.C. case, and uh, that's what you referenced first, is uh, yeah. Washington, D.C. passed a law against individuals owning firearms. It was appealed. Uh, I don't know if it was a district court. One of the lower courts uh, turned over the law, and they said this is unconstitutional, uh, you know, Second Amendment, right to bear arms and all that, and then it's been appealed up to the Supreme Court. So now the Supreme Court will be deciding on the meaning of the, uh, the Second Amendment as though it's somehow confusing. Uh, so, yeah, there is a chance that the Supreme Court could very, very well say, uh, it rule in favor of Washington, D.C., and basically tell um, tell the rest of the country that you don't have a right to own a firearm in America.
7: And what about execution movement to drugs? I mean, how easy is it? I mean, you hear about these policemen planting cocaine on these black men and framing them.
16: Sure. I mean, it's
7: all the time. Now they can plant it on them and have them murdered? I, I just, I don't know, I, I mean... When, when should I leave America? I mean, how close are we to, to fleeing in our own country over these
0: rules? It's disgusting and it's really frightening. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because I honestly had not heard about that quite yet. Um, I don't know if it's quite time to flee America. I think what the time is is uh, to join the Free State Project as we have done and move to New Hampshire and uh, make a stand for liberty because uh, we're all the people that believe in freedom in this country are too. Uh, they're just too far, um, few and far between. They're too divided. And I think it, I think we could really get a st-
7: martial law. Will have to be implemented in house searches to get rid of the guns. They're gonna—I mean—to do something like that, you would have to search every house in America. Sure, sure, you would. would
3: you'd have to search you'd have to you'd have to search many people that I've talked to and I hope the if that if it comes to that
0: and it has come to that back in uh, it came to that back in uh, two years ago back after Katrina in New Orleans where they sent cops around to confiscate people's guns there was one guy that they showed on television because the news cameras happened to be there he was a lawyer and he was yelling out his front door you try to come up here and I'll shoot you and uh, they didn't try to confiscate his guns on that particular day and I just hope that more gun owners in America take that particular tact instead of trying to be good little citizens and turning their guns i hope that they tell the uh, the cops that look you come and try
4: to take my weapons and you'll get them led first
7: what about execution movement to other realms
4: what's that speak about now, something i've just pulled up and looking at this uh, the what i see the u.s supreme court is looking at is a hearing um appeal on the lethal injection whether that's cruel or unusual punishment um is is that what you're referring to, or are you referring to... No, they're
7: talking about exit, they're going to meet, they said the Supreme, this is what Fox News said. I mean, they told me, this was on Lou Dobbs last night, that they're going, to, not only are they going to start arguing about whether the Second Amendment is legal or not, they're going to argue whether uh, all gun crimes, anybody charged with gun crimes is going to be put on the sex offender registry, which is eventually going to move to all crimes, if you ask me. Well, they're already
0: doing that in some states. In some states, there's a drug offender registry. Yeah, uh, they,
7: they were talking about that too. And Supreme Court is going to rule on these to whether they make them legal uh, across the board or not.
0: So, what is the case that? Uh, do you know what the case is that they're referring to with uh, um, with, with, no, with the um, with the with the executions for drug crimes? What is the case? Yeah, there? they
7: they want to execute for a certain amount of drugs. If you have in your house, you will be up for execution. And sex crimes. Um, I mean. Pretty much what you're saying is a wife doesn't have to hire somebody to kill her husband anymore or or boyfriend. She can just claim she's raped and it will be put up to get killed which I think yeah the i choice. think
0: that i don't think anybody needs to be executed i think we need to stop executions in this country because there have been way too many people that have been executed that it 30% turns out
7: uh, are innocent
0: yep it turns out they didn't do the crime and now they're dead and so we don't know how many people they've killed that are actually have been innocent there's no way to find that out after the fact in many cases uh, Are you,
7: uh, who do you who do you who are you supporting for president
0: by the way ron paul
8: Exactly.
0: Thank you. <laughs> yep. There you go. Thank you for the call. We appreciate that. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I, if it's true, it is outrageous okay. what he's saying.
4: I don't know. I'm not. Every time I type it into Google, and what I get is a lot of these U.S. Supreme Court recently, in the, within the past few days, has agreed to hear these uh, cases on drug uh, lethal injection through drugs. So you type in drugs, and you get lethal injection and that's what their big thing is and it, it looks like in the headlines like it could be misinforming if it is true that that that's where we're going in the direction of possibly using the death penalty in drug cases Wow, that that would be really frightening. And it's possible he misinterpreted, or maybe
0: the Fox News reporter misinterpreted, or, or whatever. You know, there's there might have been miscommunication there. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm sure if that actually comes down. Right now, they're just looking at the cases. And when the Supreme Court comes out with its decisions, we'll know more about how that uh, how that will apply or not. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. As we continue with the calls to Gene in Tennessee, the Christian anarchist is on the line on the amp line. Hello.
17: Well, as a side, it's pretty obvious how the Supreme Court's going to rule on the Second Amendment. They'll go by the plain wording of the amendment and uh, say that it's obvious that it's the short-sleeve amendment. You're, it's the uh, amendment that allows you to bear your arms.
4: Of course, that's what so, they always do.
17: Yeah, so so that's the way the Supreme Court will rule, I'm sure.
4: <laughs> Are you being um, facetious? Yes.
0: I detect a little bit of facetiousness.
17: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, income taxes. Yes. Uh, it, um website is uh, gimmeliberty.org, and they were shut down for quite a while because the uh, DOJ said they couldn't put anything on their website. Now they're back. Their website's back. So
0: okay, that's good anybody, to know.
17: Anybody wants to, they can go back to gimmeliberty.org, and the reason they're back is kind of vague. I don't really know.
0: Well, this is um, the We the People Foundation that's currently involved in a lawsuit against the federal government, attempting to get them to uh, attempting to get them to de- to determine what the First Amendment means, at least the portion of the First Amendment about the right to petition the government. Because so far, the government has said, "Yeah, you have a right to petition us, but we don't have to give you any answers." And so, the,
17: and uh, the also the other petition on the income tax. I'm I'm actually one of the named plaintiffs on that uh, that petition, one of the sixteen thousand or whatever it is.
0: And that's um, where people, uh, people like you, Gene, have said that you know what we don't feel like we should have to pay these taxes until you answer our questions. Right. You being the government.
17: But um, there was an income tax case in Las Vegas that resulted in 161 failures to convict on income tax charges, conspiracy charges, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Yeah, we talked about that. In that case, the uh, gentleman was paying his employees in gold and silver. And right. uh, obviously, there's no provision within the uh, the IRS as to how you're supposed to pay taxes if you're this paying in gold and silver. And was
17: a heck of a slap in the face for the IRS to go 160 to zero. Yep. <laughs> So they were a big failure. They don't know if they're going to uh, recharge these people. I suspect that they're going to tuck their tail between their legs and just go on. But in that particular case, the person
3: agreed to pay the taxes, um, but they didn't understand the rules.
17: That was the mother of uh, one of the guys, yes. But um, four defendants, no, those were the acquitted. There were two other defendants. No, five. Five of them before trial took a guilty plea.
2: Ooh, bummer. these,
17: These poor saps took their deal, you know, they listened to their lawyer, and the lawyer said, take a deal, This is the best I can do for you, you're not going to have to do it, you're in jail, yada, 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 and then uh, these other guys said, well, heck with you, we're fighting it, and they got, they're scot-free. Of course, the IRS is still going to, more than likely, they're still going to take their money, take their property, you know, that just because you win the at the criminal trial doesn't mean that the IRS is going to roll over and play dead. They're oh, gonna, absolutely. They're going to mess with you until... All hail freezes. Nonetheless,
0: over. though, it is certainly a positive development. Oh, and and the nice... comments
17: on the RG, uh, LVRJ website, that's the Las Vegas Review Journal, LVRJ.com, mm-hmm. and they only did one article on it, and if you go, there's 37 reader comments. A whole bunch of them are talking about Ron Paul for president. Fantastic, Amazing.
0: and that's what we need to get rid of the IRS. Gene, thanks for the call, 800-259-9231. You can take control even in these remaining moments. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. Just enough time for your call. If you make it now to one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one, 259 9231 cai toll-free line. That's 800-259-9231. Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are for free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, then go shopping. Uh, at our store store.freetalklive.com free talk live branded merchandise and some other products and we give away the bumper stickers get all the details and place your order store.freetalklive.com as we go to the phones to the fun sam in texas you're on free talk live hello uh hey guys hey sam what's on your mind
18: uh mc dunst that called in earlier he, <laughs> used, <laughs> he used a lot of uh collectivist terms Ian. i think you let him slide on some of those and one of the things that he fell back on. He would have never his,
3: had a chance to talk. Yeah, that's yeah, true.
18: It, it really was. And there's a huge delay, too, so that makes it really difficult as well. Uh, but one of the things he fell back on was his master's in economics. And I want to tell you about a friend of mine. Um, he's kind of in a similar situation, except this guy, he's got a, uh, a law degree from an Ivy League uh, school. He specializes in tax. He's a CPA, and he also has a PhD in economics from another very well-known university. Okay. Uh, th- for work, he he runs money for a hedge fund. And to give you an idea, the last bet that he placed was a quarter billion dollars on a company over in Europe. So very, very smart guy, speaks five languages. I could just go on and on about mm-hmm. him. Um, one of the things, a uh, couple months ago, I talked to him about taking uh, a pretty good chunk of money and buying gold with it, back when it was six eighty an ounce. And, what is it uh, today? I think it's seven fifty. Okay. I'm not sure though. I, I don't follow it. It's that gone often. a little bit
3: down um, today, but uh, call it seven thirty-five.
18: All right. Yeah. So, but his immediate comment, and you know, I asked him because this is what he does for a living, and he's obviously pretty good at it. If that's the kind of responsibility he's got, uh, and he said, you know, gold is really a, a store of value. You're typically, you can typically do better with other investments, and you can make 10 to 15% on your money, is what he said. And then he goes, you know, inflation is 3%. And I stopped him right there, and I said, wait a minute. You think inflation is only 3%? <laughs> Those
0: are the government numbers.
18: What about inflationary spending? And he made the point that, uh, well, the stock market will rise to account for that, as it's kind of doing now. Uh, I, I didn't really know what to say. We kind of discussed it some more, but eventually what he said was, uh, you should go take an economics class, like a basic economics class, meaning shut up, dummy, and mm-hmm. <laughs> go away. I'm the smart one here. So I just kind of left it there. But I think that just goes to show you that uh, what I was really questioning is the soundness of his economic policy and, you know, does it really work out and make sense uh, based on what we're seeing today and based on what the government's doing uh, with our currency.
0: And and you had some good questions. In fact, uh, in his answer about the, the stock market scaling up, well, he's right. That's why the stock market has gone up so high in recent times. Um, it's It's because it's scaling up to inflation. And uh, it's just that when that uh, when it finally crashes, then well, it's going to hurt a lot of people. And as far as an economics lesson is concerned, um, perhaps you should actually take an, a lesson in economics. Uh, I've I have not read it myself yet, but I, it's on my list of things to read. It's been highly recommended. Uh, it's called Economics in One Lesson. I believe it's Henry. <sighs> Haslett. I'm not positive on the author there, but uh, might be I'd a like good to, one
3: to look into. From um, his inv- what he's taught, what an investment is versus what a store of value is, mm-hmm. um, is this: an investment is you're investing in someone else's work. In so you're benefiting, you're giving the money, you're an investor as a, um, and they put in the work and they're investing with their labor, and then you reap some benefit in the long run um, as Hopefully. a result of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas gold is not an investment in the sense that these guys are taught um, because, you know, it's, it's a store of value, like your home. Your home's not really an investment either. No. Because unless you put the work in, um, your home's simply Even then. a store of value. And a place to live.
0: But it's not as good it's not as good as gold, uh, your home, because uh, even if you put the work in, you're getting a better deal as far as increasing the value of the home, but there's no guarantee the value will increase. There's, there's no, no guarantee yeah. that going to
3: increase in a, in a certain time frame either.
0: There's not a guarantee, but if they continue to, to inflate the money
3: supply, gold does uh, tend to keep up with that. And, why, so, and so does real estate. Um, you,
18: yeah, but right right the, value, the value of right. your home not, but, but is... But there was a time when gold home. sucked, too. Well, but the value of your home is really dependent on all the fiddling that the Fed does with the market uh, that, that by, much is by true. raising and lowering interest rates y-
3: you know you're you're in um, you have that problem but when the Fed messes with the uh, interest rate and makes um, you know b- makes whatever particular industry look very lucrative at the time it, it puts commodities like gold and silver on the back burner so mm-hmm. you know I, I it's a it's that's, a store of yeah, value. Sometimes it does very well, just like homes. Sometimes they do very well. Right. Um,
0: Don't put money into the stock market if you're looking to store value. That's speculation. Uh, whereas gold, it is indeed a store of value. It may it may fluctuate up and down a bit, but you can always utilize it in the event of some sort of catas- uh, catastrophe. You can use that gold to purchase products and services, and then at that point it'll be very
3: worthwhile. Right. Very difficult um, to use your home um, or a to, stock. Right. Uh, to exchange for goods and services.
2: Yeah. So, yeah.
18: No. My takeaway on the talk that we had was this. If he's making uh, 12 to 15% on uh, his for his clients and the government inflation figure is 3% and the currency inflation figure is around 10%, that means he's breaking even to making maybe 2%. That's true. Which is kind of an eye-opener for me.
0: There you go. Sam, any other thoughts? That's it. Thanks for the call, dude. 800-259-9231. Uh, let's continue. Talk to Joe in Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live. Joe?
16: Hey guys.
0: Hey, what's on your mind?
2: Uh,
16: just listened to the Saturday Night Show, and uh, you guys were talking about the drinking laws and this Anna appeal, and how if they would just lighten up a little bit, that people wouldn't drink so much.
0: Well, I don't know. And, if, uh, I don't know if it's that people wouldn't drink so much. It's just that people may drink in a more responsible manner if we didn't right, have all these silly they'll laws. They'll
16: learn how to. Yeah, they'll they'll learn how to basically control themselves, curb themselves, and it won't be this. Hugely amazing thing, you know, they finally get around to drinking or whatever when they're away from their parents.
0: Absolutely. How do you feel about
16: it? Well, I just wanted to relate it to the the sex education nonsense where uh, you guys were talking about, you know, if alcohol is such a good thing, you know, um, and they keep it around and they continue to sell it and everything, but then they just allow the kids to have it. It's the same idea with the sex education, you know, if they... If people know about sex, they can't turn on a television show, MTV, or anything, without having sex shoved in their face. You know, and mm-hmm. so you go, you you try to prevent them from uh, from not having sex, and now all of a sudden that's a forbidden fruit, and people become irresponsible about that, and we end yeah, you're up, right. you know, and then 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 you disallow abortion, and then it's this endless cycle of people just being, you know, irresponsible, and then having no way out and no way to control them you know what you're totally
0: to... right and we haven't talked very much about this, but I think you're onto something I mean sex is so glamorized in society and popular culture sex it, well you know it sells it's it's sexy people won't pay attention to it um, and and it is you know it is looked on as something that uh, it is desirable, but at the same time the message that's coming from parents uh, is that well don't do it stay away from it and uh, once again it's just that just say no mentality that just it doesn't work when it comes to kids you have to educate. Kids, you have to teach them uh, how to be safe. You have to presume they're going to fool around, and if indeed they're going to fool around, once again, harm reduction. Let's keep kids safe. Let's prevent them from getting the uh, the STDs and all of that. Now, on the same hand, on the same uh, the same side of the coin or the other side, I understand there are parents out there that are very very religious. They don't like the idea of their kids coming in contact with this information, and I would never uh, deem to shove it down their throats. Which is why the government school system is such a bad idea, because it allows people who want sex education to impose their sex education on parents who don't want the sex education or vice versa. It allows the parents who don't want sex education to impose their abstinence program on uh, the kids that should uh, have, uh, by their parents' desires, have the sex education, and it's just a mess.
16: Well, now you're getting into public schools teaching, you know, sex when they can't even teach, you know, civic policy Mm. and, 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 and history or any of those things, you know. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you. <laughs>
0: it's not... What was it like for you growing up, Joe? What were your what were uh, how did your parents handle the whole sex thing?
16: Uh, you know, my my parents they kind of touched on it. I know my dad did anyway. It was my mom used to make jokes about it all the time, and I don't know if that was as helpful as uh, as is you know, I, I I do remember going through even in 4th grade we saw sex education films and it was you know everybody was all like
6: boobies Peters, yeah. you know it was
16: like the this big funny joke yeah. right but uh you know i would say that to some extent that that was helpful but uh i know that my dad you know probably did you know the he was probably the most beneficial for me knowing about it he always used to relate uh the way his dad taught it to him so, was so it wasn't forbidden Keep your pecker in your pants you know or <laughs> wear a rubber and all those things right you
0: know? so it wasn't forbidden it wasn't a forbidden topic for you then
16: Not at all.
4: That's a good thing.
0: And thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it. Uh, Toby, how about you? Growing up, what was it like at home?
4: I grew up on a farm, so sex is an everyday part of thing. It's nothing glamorous. It's just a part of life. Right. You got to see it happen (laughs) as as you were a kid. It definitely was not glamorous. Not with mom and dad, but with the
0: cows or whatever, (laughs) right? Yeah, yep. There you go. Pretty open topic. same thing. Oh, that's right. You lived on a farm, too. Yeah. I didn't. And uh, they didn't tell me anything. They didn't tell me much of anything about sex, and so I learned it from porn, which isn't how you want to learn about sex and. Anyway, more on the way tomorrow night. We'll see you then online in the meantime at freetalklive.com.